Albuquerque's macro-aggression, Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk. I'm Eddie Aragon, The Rock of Talk on AM1600, KIBA, ABQ.FM, AM1490, KRSN, Santa Fe, and 107.1 Los Alamos. Glad to be here with you. Sorry we missed yesterday. You know, I had to make a sacrifice so that way I could attend, you know, party functions. And that's what you do. And uh, it's, you always know something is a priority when you have to make those sacrifices. And D. Dowd Musk and I were here sort of hammering away as we have continued. D. Dowd, good afternoon. How are you? Uh, good afternoon. Uh, Mother, you're, I, I, I know you're listening. We are on the air today. I got a very quick email yesterday. What's wrong? What's wrong? It's always, is something wrong with Eddie or Rudy? Is, is Eddie okay? Is Rudy okay? How about your only male child? Is he okay? Yeah. No, no, we're fine. We're yeah, back. Yeah. We're back. Does One any, day off. Does anybody care about Dowd? I care about Dowd. I do too. Thank you. Yeah, I was wondering where you were. No, I wasn't. You were right in front of me and we're working hard because I think it's important for the people of New Mexico since the last time that we actually spoken that Deborah Holland has since resigned her position so you have to actually prepare and know what you're doing. That was the first to enter the race. Uh, as far as I know, check the Secretary of State's website uh, if you would uh, doubt and uh, we're going to have uh, Jay Block here join us momentarily uh, after the uh, first break but if you don't mind checking um, I'd like to know whether Secretary of State has announced anything as of yet. Oh, yeah, it's June 1st, she said. June 1st. Yeah, June 1st. And, Election uh, day. And the Republic, excuse me, the Democrats have a primary day of what? March the 30th, with an election day of June the 1st, which actually makes it 77 days, which is exactly 11 weeks. Now, I can tell you there's been lots of cheerleading. I had an hour and 10 minute phone call with Mylan Simonich. Uh, he had a absolute love fest of a. Uh, <laughs> you got to look at those last two articles for uh, the latest entry. And let me just let me phrase it this way: other candidates who were serving up in Santa Fe, they thought this seat was enough of priority uh, on the other side of the aisle. Uh, Antoinette Cedillo Lopez, she made her declaration, I believe, somewhere around the last week of December, first week of January. You had Melody Stansbury. She got a website. She got everything. She's oh, yeah. good to go. Lonely girl. She made the. Oh yes, uh, but. We're still figuring that out. Uh, we had uh, Georgine Lewis. Is that uh, yep. is that correct? Uh, like these are people who actually served and who are up there working on behalf of New Mexico. Now, I'm not cheering them. Other than that, is to say, at least they got their proverbial stuff together and moved forward on their candidacy and got all their stuff done. And all of a sudden, it, and, and and the Democrats have a date, March 30th, and we have an election date, June 1st. Guess what the Republicans don't have, Dowd? We don't have a date. We don't have any information. No information was released. Only that is to say that we were supposed to have an election 48 hours after the announcement of the resignation, which I guess would be today, right? So 48 hours from today should be Thursday, roughly at 4 p.m. during the show. That w That is when it should be. Now, it's a continual moving target. And there's other candidates in the race. Uh, one of the ladies who was there last night, her name was thrown into the hat, but she didn't even know that she was supposed to be doing that because she's running for Secretary of State in 2022. <laughs> well, that was pretty hilarious, right, uh, Rudy? It was a tough moment, but it was happy. I want to hear more about that. <laughs> well, what was that about? Whoa. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, I, I wouldn't call it a tough moment. I mean, there's a, a level of bewilderment and confusion. 
And that is reflective of everything that's been happening in the party. And I have been working my butt off to try and put pressure and make sure that things are run the way, right way. Uh, I lost by a vote or 29 votes, depending upon uh, the way you go. And it, it's just this controlled opposition that continues to happen on the wrong side of the aisle. I work tirelessly, as does Dowd, as does Rudy, as do many other people. And we put our best foot forward as early as we can. We make our declarations early. But all of a sudden, you know, we got uh, a guy who voted for the Energy Transition Act in Mark Morse. What is the single worst piece of legislation that has been voted on in the last two years that will seal the fate of New Mexico? Let me, let me put it to you this way. Oil and gas, Ryan Flynn just resigned. His bishop. He's like, well, I'm out of this hellhole. <laughs> Nothing good's going to be coming of this. Have, uh, have I vested in the pension plan yet? <laughs> What's that? Have I vested in the pension plan yet? <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, so it's like, uh, there's a war on oil and gas. No one's running. I think Steve Pierce asked for Ryan Flynn's resignation yeah, yeah. somehow uh, because I guess he was trying to cheer on Zoshitil Torres. Well, who came out of the best? Who, who came out the best there? Was it Steve Pierce or was it Ryan Flynn? Think about that for a second. He was trying to play nice with both sides. And what do you have right now happening with Michelle Lujan Grisham? What is Michelle Lujan Grisham currently doing? She's backpedaling. She's pushing back against the Biden administration all of a sudden because she realizes that she's not going to have any revenues in 2023 and beyond. She's not going to get a $9 billion check from the federal government every single year like she's getting this year. That's buying the bailout for the bad policy decisions that she's made and some Republicans have made right there with her. Do you remember the Republicans that went along with the Energy Transition Act? Because I do, and I'm not going to let you forget, just like I'm not going to let you forget the horrible things that Michelle Lujan Grisham has done to this state. I'm not going to let this political correctness continue. Greg Baca out there. I think he, is he the new Senate Majority Leader or some, or Senate Minority Leader? I think so. Yeah, he replaced Engel, I believe. Yeah. Good guy, but voted for the Energy Transition Act. Candace Gould, uh, I'm sorry, is she up in Santa Fe, Dowd? She is voted out. Yeah. She is voted out. And also, not a Trump supporter. Right? Had to kind of compromise her position. She has a vote, by the way, and I reached out to her nonetheless uh, in the State Central Committee. We're going to be decided by all of 134 people within the State Central Committee. Even though my attorney was trying to expand that, open that, had to leave a $5,000 check, pretty awesome, so he could defend himself because he was trying to open up this election. Uh, Ron Griggs, still up there. Cliff Pirtle, works hard on a lot of different legislation. Interesting guy. And then Sandra Rue, is he up in Santa Fe any longer? Uh, he is uh, out. Out. There we go. And then uh, Bill Payne, is he up in Santa Fe any longer? I believe he retired, didn't he? And the biggest vote in all that, literally the biggest, you know, they like to talk, Michael, Miles, uh, or Milan Simonovich is, uh, he's a very entertaining guy, I gotta tell you. But look at the last two, the last two opinion pieces that he has, and look at his conclusion. I have yet to even talk to have the guy by the time that he wrote, if the Republican Party, remember, this is a big liberal cheerleader, I love this, this is my favorite part. This is the guy who's, him and Joe Monahan are literally cheering for Mark Moore's to win the nomination. Do you think it's because they're supporting the Republican Party? Do you think because they like conservative ideas? But why is it that they might be cheering for him? What are the Democrats most afraid of? Me. 
Eddie Aragon. They don't want to face me in the general. So all of a sudden, we got a late to the party, Johnny come lately, last minute, no website, but somehow some, somehow we found the money where all of these people are being contacted for a poll. Somebody might want to think about that, where that poll came from, where that information is being peddled to, going after each and every single of these people. And what, what these guys don't know, we've got tremendous open rates in terms of these emails going out really fantastic because people are paying attention. The people in the Republican Party for the very first time are not going to be snowed any longer. They saw what happened in the party chairman's race. They're seeing what's happening right here. Folks, the big brouhaha in terms of the voting, in terms of the corruption might be existing here, right here in this party. Right inside the Republican Party. This controlled opposition that voted to remove the energy or to install the Energy Transition Act and go 2045 completely in total renewable, sealing our fate. It's so bad, even Michelle Lujan Grisham knows how bad it is that she needs to push back on the Biden administration for the very things that she adopted herself and seven other Republicans jumped on board with. The average salary for oil and gas is what? $71,000. That's like twice anybody's salary. What's the starting wage for any teacher here in the state of New Mexico? About $36,000. I think that was reestablished, what, a couple of years ago? Yeah, they boosted a little bit, but it's in the 30s, yeah. But if you look at this, and you look at the amount of money and the number of jobs that we lost, there's 100,000 people in oil and gas. We lost 62,000 jobs. 62,000 jobs. Those seven senators and representatives are responsible for that, along with every Democrat, Michelle Lujan Grisham, in terms of what happens to this state. But we don't like Eddie Aragon because he's big and mean and he speaks his mind. I'm not big and mean. I'm actually the nicest guy. Rudy, what happened last night at the event? I heard there was a little baby. Did I eat the little baby? <laughs> no. What happened? I will tell you what. You won everybody's heart in the room when this this one one of the people that was there had a youngster. I'd say probably maybe one and a half, two years old. And at one at one point, the baby ten just months. started. Oh, ten months. Okay, young young little baby. And at, at some point, the, the little girl just started. The little baby just started screaming. You know, don't know what the deal was. And you turned around because you were at the moment you were talking about. The um, the amount of money that she's gonna that we're all gonna have to pay for this tax for this thing that they that you just described that she we're getting feeling others. the pain she was crying she was feeling the pain she's and, like oh and my he, god I'm suffocating and, I got an additional fifteen thousand on top of my already a hundred and seventy four thousand dollars that I owe she was screaming and Eddie turns and he says I I, I feel your pain so first of all he relates to the little kid and then he turns to the mom and 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 says. This is something we have to stop because you got to take care of your kids. And she's nodding, yes, yes, yes. And the little kid just kept screaming. And then finally, Eddie, you know, got his point across. And then the baby was fine. It was great. I mean, the timing but we, couldn't have been better. But we are not fine. Thank you, Rudy. I appreciate that. For every 10% that we lose in oil and gas revenue, we lose $710 million, right, Dowd? Yep. $710 million. 40% of the entire budget. 40% of the entire budget is brought on where? Oil and gas. These carve-outs for these species. The Paris Climate Accord, we jumped back on, on board with that. Let's compound that with the fact that, look, first day in office, Joe Biden kills Keystone and XL. 
13,000 jobs kaput, gone. 8,000 of those jobs, union jobs. I guess we don't need it. I guess we can virtual signal. I guess we can talk about it as sustainable energy future. Folks, we are going to be clamoring for fossil fuels here. In fact, your governor already is doing exactly that. She's gone a bridge too far. And these people should be held accountable for their record. They should not be promoted to different positions. I'm running. I'm running hard. Thank you for all of you who made it made it to the event, uh, including Ronnie Lucero. Great guy. It was fun meet, meeting him, Rudy. I really enjoyed that. I hear he did pretty well. He did very uh, well. It was, uh, I guess, Michaela Chavez, uh, despite the fact that she said she wasn't going to be there. She got there. Uh, I believe uh, Jared Vanderdusen. Was there, yep. He made it there. And then uh, we had someone who drove all the way from Taos, New Mexico. She was on the list. It's supposed to talk. And then she didn't, she didn't talk because I guess she's not a candidate. But the one person who is missing, oh, because he's working so hard in the state legislature, is one Mark Morse. Couldn't make the time, guess what, for his own ward to be there. Instead, sent a surrogate this whole entire time. It's absolutely hilarious. Because I'm talking to a guy that is his surrogate, who's pitching him, who's in real estate, who will most likely vote for me, as will most of the people, hopefully, in that room. I hope I've made my case. I can communicate. I can get the job done. And most importantly, you need to understand where this vote is taking place. Taking place in CD1, Albuquerque, New Mexico. Not up north, not down south. This isn't some sort of high in the sky, well, I hope, but I am your best chance to win this race, period, the end. No need for you to hold your nose. We do this every single day. Our radio station, this program, has been wildly popular. We have been carrying the baton for the last 10 years. We have a short sprint between Melanie Stansberry, Antoinette Cedillo-Lopez, and then, of course, you've got six other candidates uh, who are there, including Randy McGinn, who's already been running ads on Newsmax. Think about this for a second. The future of New Mexico for 2021, and the mayor's race 2022, and the governor's race in 2024 for any future races, including control of the House and the Senate, begins here with this race. I hope you remember that when you think about putting pressure on the people who have the opportunity to vote and putting pressure on the Republican Party. 550-5500, that's 550-5500 here in the Kiva. In return, we have uh, Jay Block jumping in by surprise. Um, really excited about Jay and uh, what he's been doing. He's been out uh, talking to all the people in the state of Mexico because the fight begins now. And in fact, last night he had a, a nice little shindig, a get together. So we're going to talk with him a little bit about that and some of these uh, other issues, including protecting jobs, small businesses. That's what they do up in Sandoval County. We'll also uh, talk a lot about education, health care, you know, all those types of issues right here in the Kiva. We're welcome to take your calls as well at 550-5500 for J Block. 421, back and four, AM 600 KIVA, ABQ.FM, AM 1490 KRSN, Santa Fe, and 107.1 in Los Alamos. Don't forget to tell your friends, family, and your world what your favorite radio station is. The Rock of Talk at abq.fm and am1600 kiva the kiva here in albuquerque who's protecting your home or business 
I'm Aaron Jones, founder of International Protective Service, IPS. Maybe you signed up for a local armed response, then found out you were selected in a buyout, and now you're on the brink of another merger with a huge national company. That is not what you signed up for. The local company invested in Albuquerque and committed to your home and business security with highly trained armed guards or 24-hour patrols is IPS. Call 897-2420 or go to IPSglobal.com. Chris Napier here with Loan Depot, the mortgage guy. As you look for the best ways to provide and protect for your family, the structure of your loans is critical. Your mortgage payment and its terms could be behind the curve. Let's ensure that when you're buying or refinancing your home, you have the best total cost. Call me at 505-710-2499 and MLS number 330093. Salon Deluxe and Tan Rio West have partnered together to offer hair, nail, and skin care with our signature Solitone, Lumi Facial, and Lumi Lift, and Brazilian Blowout. And this is Deb Slight from Tan Rio West Life. We specialize in permanent makeup, tattoo removal, Botox, Juvederm, spray tan, and eyelash extensions. You can reach us at 896-0586 at the salon or call Deb at Tan Rio, 994-2390. We're located at the Country Club Plaza in Rio Rancho, New Mexico. Ready for some adventure? Then explore our new array of Lear's superior camper shells and tonneau covers at Smith's Ultimate Linings. Fiberglass base rails, trimless edges, DuPont automotive finish. Enjoy safety and superior advantages Lear offers. We'll even take $100 off with a purchase of a shell and liner. Visit our website at smithsultimate.com or call us at 505-332-1403 to begin your journey today with Smith's Ultimate Linings. This is Eddie Aragon, The Rock of Talk. Glad to be here with you to help your business. And right now, businesses are in desperate need of cash flow. Many businesses aren't going to make it through this crisis without a solution. Michael Trujillo has that solution. Host of Your Money Matters, 1130 a.m. on Saturday. Michael, how can you help these businesses get cash flow today? Well, Eddie, all they have to do is pick up the phone, give us a call, and we can help them with that cash flow because we have many different federal programs that businesses can qualify for. But more importantly, we all also have over a hundred lenders on hand ready to go ahead and provide these loans to businesses so that they can continue when we are open again for business. Let's help your small business today, folks. If you own a car dealership, commercial real estate, you have a restaurant, how about a funeral home? Software development firms, engineering firm, plumbing and heating, you name it, Michael can help you. 856 1171 856 1171 or you can email him directly michael at michaeltrujillo.com that's michael at michaeltrujillo.com in our increasingly busy world, it is always nice to take a little time to sit down and relax. At Monty's Cigar Shop, we offer everything to help you do just that. There's nothing better than spending time smoking a great premium cigar with family and friends. Monty specializes in artisanal, hand-rolled cigars that make up just 2% of the worldwide cigar market. With over 2,000 different kinds of the absolute best cigars for you to choose from, you are guaranteed to find the perfect fit. Whether you've been smoking cigars for years or you're just starting now, we'll find the right cigar for you. Stop by and see us at 3636 San Mateo in Albuquerque or give us a call at 505-881-7999. That's 505-881-7999. Get the daily news dropped to your inbox every morning at 4 a.m. Sign up now at rockoftalk.chat. Get the conservative calendar, top 10 clips, and links of the day, local U.S. and global news briefings, all at rockoftalk.chat. Time to put things together. We're going to start with the weather. It is looking great out there. It is looking like we will get to 70 by the time we get to Friday. Right now, a little off from that. It's partly cloudy in uh, Los Alamos up on the hilltop, 48 degrees. 61 at the Petroglyph National Monument. 
And it is 61 here at the Rock of Talk. And we've got an accident, unfortunately. Happened just a few minutes ago on I-40 westbound. This is going to be right past Carlisle. That, unfortunately, has already got traffic stacking up about half a mile, which means it will, in the next few minutes, build up at least to San Mateo. Here's what you might want to do. If it's really urgent that you get you know, around this, what you want to do is go ahead and exit to San Mateo. Go north in Manal. your first light. Just pop on uh, Manal and head west. That way you can rejoin I-25 um, just beyond Carlisle. All right. Well, this traffic report is brought to you by... Amazing Grace Personal Care Services, companion care at reasonable rates. Now, they got household services, mobile assistance. They'll do meal preparation for your folks, cognitive assistance. Really helpful people, ready to help out. And you can get a hold of Amazing Grace by going to homecare.theplaceilike.com. Now we are up to date. Let us dive back into the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro-aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. 427 here in the Kiva on AM 600 KIVA, ABQ.FM, AM 1490 KRSN, Santa Fe, and 107.1 Los Alamos. Here with uh, my good friend Jay Block. Jay, good afternoon, sir. How are you? Hey, Eddie. Thanks for having me again. Good Absolutely. to see you and uh, Rudy and uh, Dan or, or Dowd over there. Whatever. Yeah. Dan, you Doug. Too. We say in New Mexico, <laughs> you too, 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 you. Whatever your name is. You point with your lips, too. <laughs> yeah, maybe he's over there. Hey, uh, hey Block, what's going on? How are you? I am uh, I'm good. I'm good. I was uh, speaking last night at Dick yeah. and Jimmy's. I think you were there on Monday. I was, yeah. We had and, uh, uh, a, a good crowd over yeah. there. Nick, Nick, is, uh, Nick is busy. I think he's uh, upset that he was shut down for as long as he was, too. That was another well, thing. I didn't talk to him. I talked to his wife last night, and okay. she was uh, just awesome. And, you know, she's thinking this whole thing is just um, horse and, you know, put the right word in there after horse. Right. And uh, we had a great crowd there uh, for my my thing. Um, you know, there's a small business owner in Rio Rancho who I'm friends with. Her name is Susanna Vasquez. She owns uh, Pet Foods Gone Wild. And the state has come down and harassed her and tried to intimidate her. And um, she is a patriot speaking out. And I talked about this before, not here on the show, but on, on social media and a couple other speeches you know, we now live in a country where we had to assemble. We had a bunch of people show up at her business after hours, and Susanna had to put black paper on the windows so no one could see us, so we could assemble peacefully and talk. That's just ridiculous because she is, you know, being watched by the governor. What is going on over there? What happened? How did she get targeted, and how did this begin? Well, this is, it's just snitches, Eddie. How many times have you heard people just, like, snitching on each other? And that's what, you know, that's, this is where this pandemic has gotten us under uh, this atrocious governor. Uh, you know, we're all snitching on each other now. And whether uh, those are valid or invalid, uh, businesses are getting uh, just killed by it, uh, along with her other draconian measures. So Snitches get stitches, Jay. Yeah, it's just like a Gestapo out there. Mm-hmm. I mean, people tell them on each other, and, you know, maybe it's other businesses doing it. Maybe it's just people that don't like yeah. that business or don't like her, and they're trying to just hurt people. Right. This is where it goes beyond the cancel culture here. This is where they're trying to literally take down your livelihood. Let me let me say something. Last uh, April, was it, Dowd? Uh, maybe beginning of May, prior to you joining us here, we had somebody come in and read all of the complaints, and it didn't require an IPRA. There was somebody right. who was down south. He had all the right. information, and we were literally finding out who was going and scoping out other people, and it was mostly their competition, mm-hmm. writing some of the almost unbelievable things. Now, 
Everyone knows, and we'll get to this a little bit later on uh, in the program, but New Mexico has been the most locked down state. The most locked down state and has bore the most ri- rigid economic consequences. Uh, most dire economic consequences, a better word for that. And there's no sense. I don't know of the exploding pet food population uh, you know, of stores out there in the competition, but uh, why would someone have any sort of beef with someone who owns a pet food store? Well, from what I understand is um, some people noticed that uh, the owner refused to wear a mask inside her own business uh. and did not require other people to wear a mask in her own business. Oh, okay. So that got back up to uh, Governor Grisham, okay. the Grinch, and she got her, you know, state bureaucrats down there to start harassing and intimidating uh, okay. Susana Vasquez. Okay. So that's kind of where it started from. And, and a minority it, business owner at that. Yeah, she is. Uh, Susanna's four foot eleven and just full of fire and spice. Man. And she uh, <laughs> has stated she uh, claims she's a big conservative, and she's also, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Ms. Vasquez is a first generation American. She is absolutely. Yep. Yeah, she's Think married. about this for a second. A first-generation American, loves her freedoms, glad to be here, business owner, lives up in Rio Rancho of all places. In my district. In, in your Corral- district. Corral- yeah. Just yeah. Right, right down the way, as you know, uh, Rudy, from both uh, Salon Deluxe and, uh, and Joe's, pa- oh, finish. Yep. Joe's Pasta House. And then most importantly in all of this is one of the other targeted businesses, and we'll talk about that, that's Elevate Trampoline Park. Just that received some, some, somewhere close to 750000 in penalties. Yeah, and by the way, Eddie, and, and I'm willing to say this uh, first on your show more than anywhere else because, uh, you know, we're friends and uh, I love you to death and we've had some great discussions, some great arguments. <laughs> but uh, I am uh, going to announce for governor um, next month in April, on April 17th, uh, because I am just tired. Um, I feel like there are hundreds and hundreds of thousands of New Mexicans who feel hopeless. They don't have a voice. They are tired of this communist governor uh, and just how left the roundhouse has been. You know, you you see, this is, you know, you talked about uh, Namoga and Ryan Flynn. I didn't know he resigned. Is that today? Yeah, yesterday, actually. Okay. Uh, He'll finish out the week. Yeah, okay, I didn't see that. But, you know, during the campaign, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, what did they talk about? They talked about banning fracking and banning fossil, fossil fuels all during the campaign. And where was the governor? She was dead silent because she all she cared about was getting out of the sinking ship here in New Mexico to get into the cabinet. And then on day one, when Biden does that, what does the governor do? She says she was shocked. I mean, it's she could have predicted. She is just such a liar, and she's just a complete liar uh, to do that. That just shows you, Eddie. She's a careerist and only cares about herself and going back to D.C. because uh, she's part of the swamp. And then, you know, we're talking about the border crisis now. We hear nothing from her. In fact, what I just um, saw on um, on Twitter from a former Border Patrol guy was there is down there right now, you're going to love this one. It looks like a source at the uh, CBP just told me, this reporter, they're seeing the highest number of border encounters in over seven years yeah. and a 61% increase in unaccompanied children as young as two years old. And yet, the governor says absolutely nothing. We, she even pulled the guard out of uh, I mean, southern New Mexico yeah. that was helping during the Trump administration with ICE and the Border Patrol. 
And she called the walls racist, but she put one up around the roundhouse to keep us out. Seven hundred grand it's costing. It's costing. Yep, exactly. <clears throat> Get that right here. A hundred and eighteen of our National Guard and reserves. That was her first move as governor. Right. Prior to the, the session even starting, remember that uh, famous commercial where she had her short little fat body running through that... Uh, Who could forget? It, I mean, this is what I think of Trump's policy. She comes in January 1st, gets sworn in, and her first uh, order of business is to remove those troops, those 118 National Guardsmen from the southern border. I mean, it was absolutely gross. And who was right there with her? Well, Jay Inslee, the, uh, that was on CBS News. You can pull that uh, up if you like. But she was right there with Jay Inslee talking about how we need to open up the borders. I can't think of the more egregious uh, politicians than Jay Inslee and Michelle Lujan Grisham. And if you look at Seattle and Albuquerque as a microcosm and a reflection of their policies, you've seen that they've been the most staggering cities. Yeah. Seattle is dying, and all of New Mexico is really dying. Uh, and we're not even thinking about our future whatsoever. So, I mean, you know, and I talked about this last night. Joe Biden's really first day in office killed New Mexico with oil and with our southern border. Yep. And and here the governor is. She's silent. And it's funny, too, because she's silent on Governor Cuomo, who I think should resign, not, not because of the sexual harassment stuff. That should be investigated thoroughly. Yep. But he killed 15,000 people by putting yep. them back in nursing homes. And she followed that hook, line, and sinker yeah. on that. And he covered it up. I mean, that's criminal what he did. I mean, and, she, and Como's her buddy, and of course she's not going to speak out on that. But when you go back and look at her record, she demanded that Brett Kavanaugh, that nomination, be withdrawn uh, after those accusations. But she's been complete. I mean, she is just such a hypocrite, and the people are seeing it. I mean, look at what she's done with throwing us in lines in the cold, long lines, and, and calling it a mild inconvenience. When this woman is partying like a rock star, drinking a bunch of alcohol on our tab and having this wagyu, wagyu, beef, whatever the hell it is. Uh, I'm, I'm not an elitist like her, so I'm just used to regular beef. <laughs> but it's just, it's unbelievable what she's done. And then I think Brett Kokonitis is doing a really good job up there. With, yeah, her uh, travel schedule. Yeah, with the travel schedule. And now she's coming up with some just bullcrap excuse. Well, it's it's too much uh, work to get the opera. Uh, if she didn't travel anywhere like she said she didn't during this pandemic and yeah, followed her own rules, it should yep. be easy. Yep. I mean, let's not forget the non-essential businesses that she shut down and still used them uh, after dark to go get her jewelry. Absolutely. Uh, you know, this is a woman who deserves to be out of office. She has no leadership skills. She's a complete failure. She's vindictive because she's been going after certain people who are not complying with her orders and... You don't have to comply with her orders. And I'll tell you, as governor, for all you businesses and churches out there that have been fined, I will waive those fines the first day that I am governor. Uh, because what you have been through and what you have sacrificed, this woman has just been feasting off of our tax dollars and partying it up. And she is there to be served, and she is not serving the public. Absolutely. Jim and Locke. we're just tired. We're just tired of we it, are. Uh, we'll uh, we'll talk more with Jay when we return. I think he laid out everything in chapter and verse in terms of what's happened. Real wishy-washy candidate, you know, not not somebody yeah. I could get behind for, for governor <laughs> for change. All right, four thirty-seven here in the Kiva, back and four AM six hundred KIVA, AM fourteen ninety KRSN, and one hundred seven point one in Los Alamos. Cellophane flowers never happened for me. Sleeping the day off, watching the night fall, covering nowhere.
Winter is here and the real estate market in New Mexico is different than past years. Hello, this is Tracy Venturi with Venturi Realty Group of Keller Williams Realty. And this is Tico Venturi. If you're thinking of selling, let's talk about the reasons to sell now. There are a lot of unknowns going into 2021 for real estate. What's certain right now, buyer demand is very strong, interest rates are making monthly payments very affordable, and the number of homes available right now for sale is at an all-time low. Has there ever been a time when there was a great opportunity and you missed out? Don't wait to sell and miss out this time. Home buyers are waiting. Call us now to put a plan in place to get your home sold for top dollar. Studies have shown that the biggest regret of home sellers is that they don't start preparing to sell their home early enough. If 2021 is a year you're going to move up, move out, or move on, time to give us a call. Hire us, the number one real estate team in New Mexico. Call now, 448-8888 or on the web, welcomehomeabq.com. The market is flooded with health supplements that claim benefits in memory, but virtually none offer credible evidence with their products working until now. Memory Revitalizer 800-606-0192. This potent natural formula was invented by a neuroscientist and physician. Memory Revitalizer slows aging, improves memory, increases energy, gives robust stamina. It has been used in an Alzheimer's clinic for 18 years. It is safe. It does not interact with other prescription drugs. Two large blinded studies confirm the benefits in memory capacity. Customers say it's wonderful. It works. It's essential. Buy it from Best Buy Pharmacy, Manal Pharmacy, and other independent pharmacies. Or purchase it from Moses Country Store and other independent health stores. Or go to MemoryRevitalizer.com. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. Hi, I'm Ben Lucero, President and Owner of Indigo Mortgage and proud to be a locally owned and operated mortgage company right here in New Mexico. Being local carries many positives for consumers, such as being able to meet face-to-face, you will receive quick response times, and all loans are processed here locally. And you will always talk with the same people from application to funding. All of our employees live here, and all profits from loan origination stay right here in New Mexico. Indigo Mortgage believes in supporting our local economy, and if at all possible, we use local vendors for supplies and technical support. I personally hire and vet all loan officers, and I assure you that your loans will be dealt with both ethically and with knowledge. Indigo Mortgage can offer the best rates and terms available on the market, so contact us today on the net at indigomortgage.net or by calling 836-5700. That's 836-5700. Indigo Mortgage, because nobody cares more about your mortgage loan. NMLS, 188-348. Bad credit? Need it fixed? At Credit Rescue, Inc., our services have been used by mortgage companies, banks, and auto dealerships to help people who have been turned down for credit. Don't spend the next 7 to 10 years as a victim of high interest. Remember, knowledge is power, and you now have a way to get back your credit worthiness. Bad credit can haunt people for years. Let's rescue your credit at Credit Rescue, Inc. Call me, Mike Ramos, to set up an appointment today at 505-899-1448. That's 899-1448. 
the cooler temperatures are finally here. That's good news for you because the best prices of the year are now. I'm Eddie Aragon and I have just the guy for you. He's Mario from Axiom Home Services with over 40 years of experience. He'll come out to your home and show you the best refrigerated air conditioning options for your home and family. Don't miss the lowest prices of the season. Call now. 792-9742. That's 792-9742 or axiomhvac.com. Remember to ask for train unstoppable in any season. All right, time to put things together, starting with the weather. Looking at the skies, we say, all right, it's clearing up. I know, near 70 on Friday. We're all thumbs up on that. 63 right now in Taylor Ranch, uh, into Harris. Uh, it looks like it's a mostly clear sky, 52 degrees, and 62 here at the Rock of Talk. All right, what do we have going on? Alameda, I don't see any construction spots there. They should have picked that up by now. But nonetheless, if you're going west on Alameda, under 15 miles an hour, basically, 2nd Street up to Guadalupe Trail. And again, uh, as you head into Rio Rancho, it's going to slow up on you once again. I do know this. Once you are in uh, that region, they have some construction at Ellison and uh, the uh, and Coors Boulevard. So that's why you're so slow coming down the hill out of Rio Rancho. Northbound trips even slow, under 5 miles an hour from Eagle Ranch Road all the way up to Ellison. Well, this traffic report brought to you by Salon Deluxe, Salon Deluxe and Country Club Plaza on Southern in Rio Rancho. They always treat you special. Styles by Donna, manicures by Holly. I got to tell you, when you walk in there, you know that they're always going to treat you right. If you have something you want to ask for, they will take care of you. George and Janice, make sure that you get what you need. Make your appointments now at SalonDeluxe.com. Salon Deluxe, always treating you special. All right, we're up to date. Now, let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro-aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. All right, 443 here in the Kiva. Uh, Lisa Martinez for U.S. Congress. I'm not even lying. Uh, there you go. You can take a look at that. Uh, I mean, you know, Republicans really know how to screw up a race. How about that? that uh, uh, I'm not even kidding. Uh, did that just drop today? Literally uh, announced... 3.39 p.m. <laughs> okay. Are we into triple digits for the number of candidates? Uh, on our we are up to up? nine candidates. <laughs> nine candidates. I mean, you've never seen people running harder think that they could actually win a race. We almost have as many candidates as central uh, uh, committee members. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody votes for themselves. <laughs> <laughs> I, what, what do you make of all this, uh, Rush? What, is, what, what do you think is driving people to run all of a sudden? Uh, is it more fear? I mean, I lost the state party uh, vote, uh, uh, state party chairman vote by one vote. I think last night, uh, Rudy, I think I pretty much proved that I'm the person who's most electable. There's no doubt about that in my mind and many other people's minds. But then you have other people who are just uh, jumping into the race. So, but your thoughts, Rudy, Jay? And from the outside, because uh, we've got a small L libertarian, Dowd, he hates party politics. I do. He literally hates it. I do. There's nothing that Dowd hates more. He thinks it gets uh, in the way of more policy than I would say else. I hate feminism more than I hate party politics, but they're very close. Okay. There we go. Uh, Rudy, Rudy, you first. Jump in. Uh, all right. The, the, uh, first of all, the people that were at this event last night are yep. very strong conservative. Um, they are tired of losing. That is the one thing that that, grew, that that room had in common with it. 50 people, I believe it was, 40 or 50 people. And what they're saying today is, we need a win. We need a win. And i got to tell you, the people that walked out and have texted me or some of the other leadership in that particular district, yeah. 
they're very strong saying Eddie's case is very strong. Eddie can win. I think it's more of a move to let's do everything possible to prevent Donald Trump from winning. Let's do everything possible to prevent Eddie Aragon from winning. Jay Blar? Yeah, you know, first of all, I, I don't understand how this how this process works because this this should be down in you know a, a policy and a process to show you the timeline of when you're supposed to have the election, when you can file as a candidate. Because I know Eddie, you've been busting your butt uh, for this race for a long time. But the one thing about your candidacy, and I mean, you're aggressive on the air. Uh, you're passionate. You're dedicated to the cause. You're not dedicated to the Republican Party. You're dedicated to the country. And you're out here every single day for, what, three three hours a day, um, really fighting the fight, being the conservative voice of New Mexico. You know these issues better than anybody uh, that I know of in New Mexico. And I really mean that. And you got the name recognition around here. I believe that um, I personally like the people voting. Uh, for the nominee, not not a bunch of central committee members. But Robert Aragon didn't want to sign on. Uh, there, uh, Jared Vanderdusen didn't sign on. Blair Dunn, who uh, was advocating for this, and I know you know him well. Yeah. Doubt. I mean, these are people who wanted to have a uh, supposedly quote unquote fair process. None of that stuff is happening. My attorney, Michael Smith, got sued. Got sued by Marty Chavez and put in front of the uh, the American or excuse me the, the New Mexico Bar Association and they're trying to remove his law license he had to fly in drop a $5,000 check if you can believe it just so he could defend himself because the news went out on Joe Monahan's side on February 11th that suit was filed February 17th if that's not retribution I don't know what is and on February 22nd he gets served with papers and and whenever you're in front of the uh, bar association of the state of New Mexico, you cannot file a lawsuit. Yeah. Well, let me let me just say this. Sure. Uh, you know, President Trump. I didn't understand what he meant back in 2015, 2016 when he talked about the swamp. The swamp permeates across political parties. The swamp permeates across uh, levels of government, federal, state, local. The swamp is everywhere. And this, I I really believe this is just another indication of these party politics. I don't get involved with party politics because I do my own thing. And, um, you know, I, I like you, when I'm running for governor and I have to go through the um, pre-convention um, political party or political convention in March of next year, uh, look, I, I got nothing against any central committee member. I, I'm on the state central committee. And, uh, same here. Yep, same with you. And, and I support you for this race, Eddie. Uh, I like uh, a lot of these people that are on the race. I really do. I think every one of them is more well-qualified than those other people you mentioned uh, on the Democrat side because they're just way too extreme for New Mexico. And I think New Mexico is just, just freaking tired of all this BS and all this leftist stuff. But you're the guy who is fighting for the cause. And I think um, you know that's, that right there means a lot. Yeah. Well, how many candidates, and I think the the, the real problem here is uh, when these candidates en entered in, let's think about the Republican primary for president back in 2016. Anybody remember the number of what, people that what, Donald Trump took out? Wasn't it 15 or 16? 17. 17, yeah. Yeah. Did he pull back? Oh, hell no. Did he expose everybody? Lion Ted and... Uh, Low Energy little... Jeb. <laughs> not, little... not for a second. <laughs> little Marco. <laughs> well, yeah. hey, come on in, uh, folks. The water is warm. And if you want to run, I'm sure the Republican Party uh, will go ahead and uh, take you in right now because they'd love to divide. I mean, there might just be... Somebody might win with three votes, to, uh, uh, 
Jay. That, that, that might be the way it, it goes. It's just, it's ridiculous. Yeah. I, I, well, this I, is what happens we need the in primary. the absence of leadership. If you had good, strong leadership, you know what's really amazing, the irony of all this, when Anissa Tinnin decided to go ahead and cut off the party registration for people who could vote in the state party uh, election for party chair, she did that 10 days ahead of time. Now, here's the irony. This is unbelievable, right? 10 days ahead of time was the cutoff, right? There's no cutoff for candidates. You can just get in whenever you want. That's what this, I'm saying. This do, you needs, see, do you see how in, incredible it is? This, this they they wanted I'm, it, and we, all, we had 34% state central committee per, uh, participation and 7.2% minority participation. Yeah. It, they, that, you that, think about ridiculous. that, and how do you not get 100% participation? Because people are like, you know what? We've abandoned this whole entire thing. This is r ridiculous. This is one of those S shows. This is a clown circus, clown show at this point. It's really hilarious, but you know what? That's my specialty, J Block. That's what uh, I specialize in every single day, right, Dad? <laughs> Indeed. The, uh, one of the originators of Wired Magazine, Kevin Kelly, one of my favorite quotes of all time, it is generally much easier to kill an organization than to change it substantially. And that applies to departments in a big corporation. It applies to political entities. It, calls, it applies to small businesses. You know, the Republican Party in this state, and I've made this argument from every moment since I've lived here, you have never, whether you like Eddie Aragon or hate Eddie Aragon, as a party, Jay, Jay is an exception to this, you have never offered the people of New Mexico a cogent, concise, coherent, alternate vision of government. You've gone along with everything that's been destructive in this state's history. Hence, the Mark federal, federal dependency, yeah. spending, spending, spending. You know, frankly, there's a fair number of Republicans who've been part of that Santa Fe ring corruption. You know, we're getting ours. We're not, we're not politically relevant, but we'll, we'll grab what we can get. We get our capital outlay. Uh, every Republican up there in the Roundhouse, the more corrupt pork, pork, process pork. in the country. Well, they get their their fixed amount and they and they bring it. They distribute it back home to the district to help get reelected. Um, you offer. You need to. You've tried nothing. You went with nothing. Try something. Doesn't have to be what I say, but try something and maybe your fortunes will improve. I firmly believe in term limits. That's, there we I go, firmly right there. believe in term limits. Yeah. I would love to see term limits passed in the roundhouse because what you're saying, Dowd, it it's just. I hate to use the word corruption because corruption gets so diluted, like the term racist. Sure. But in a way, it is corruption because you're always, you have to put the entire state ahead of your district. And if you had term limits, I really feel people would vote for what they believe is, is probably better for the entire state than a particular district. And that would probably save us money. The government might be more efficient. And I love how we have a volunteer uh, citizen legislature. I like that. But I think there's other people that would do just as good as a, of a job or even better and just get these people out of there. I don't care who they are. I mean, you look at, like, Mitch McConnell, Nancy Pelosi. They've been there since, you know, damn near Eisenhower administrations. <laughs> it's time, Who's that? <laughs> yeah, it's time to move on. And, there's, and I think, you know, you would take a lot more money out of politics if you had term limits. Um, it, it's just the right thing to do. And I think maybe people would feel... Um, they could trust their politicians, uh, elected officials, a little bit more. Well, I'll tell you, there's a process for everything, and uh, this process has been gummed up uh, five ways from Friday. Uh, it, and it, it has to do with the lack of leadership by uh, party chairman Steve Pierce. He's done everything he possibly can to, and he's angry uh, because he barely beat somebody who he thought had no name, and there's nobody who has better name recognition in the conservative market than me in terms of what I've been doing. So I'm enjoying uh, all of this. 
and we'll see how it uh, what what comes of it. We only want a better New Mexico, and I'll be on the air the day after the election. I'll be on the air yeah. a year after the election. We'll continue to do exactly what we're doing here. We're on the air up and up north. You know, I received two phone calls today from people in Santa Fe who are saying. Your voice up here is a breath of fresh air. Oh, that's air. great. That's uh, we, the, we got a, a new... Has, has the city of Santa Fe, the county of Santa Fe, tried to do anything they can, like China, to block you from, uh, yeah, from yeah. broadcasting? No, I, don't, like China jamming, yeah. I, don't, I don't think so. I don't, and I don't think that that's about yeah. to happen. I mean, you know, there's really actually people who... We were talking during the break, uh, Jay. I know we're just sort of kind of shooting the bull here, but we were talking during the break about Mario... I mean, Andrew Cuomo. Yeah. And Andrew Cuomo is going to get impeached. And there's a majority legislature. The same exact setup, correct me if I'm wrong on any of this doubt, for New York is the exact same for the process for the impeachment here in the state of New Mexico. We've gathered over 16,000 signatures. Jay, I know you've signed. We have lots of other people who've signed as well. I'm getting texts right now as we speak. Eddie, how can you not sign? Well, I'll tell you. uh, None of these candidates in this race have signed. Uh, Michaela went out of her way to, to tell expressly uh, tell people explicitly not to sign this because it's something that couldn't be done. They're getting this done in New York State with the House of Representatives. Eddie, you may already know, California Recall Movement has 20,000 volunteers, 800 physical places to sign the petition. Can we follow their model? Most people I don't, I talk to, don't know about the impeach MLG petition. Yeah, they don't because nobody wants to give it the light of day. The same guy who is endorsing and pushing forth Mark Morris is the same guy who won't write. Both of them, actually, Joe Monahan and Milan Simonovich, the number of petitions that we have gathered here in the state of New Mexico. That is a strong show of force. And Those 16,000 petitions are sitting right there in the other room so I'm curious, under lock and key. I'm curious to know if the California State Republican Party has a link on their website to sign that uh, recall petition for Gavin. Well, you'll, you'll know that and, in and, about 10 seconds. And if they do, what about New Mexico? They and I'm going to say it. the answer is no. And they and look, look at Dowd. He's all excited. They, they won't but do you, it. You know where I'm going with this, right, Dowd? A big time. I mean, <laughs> a bl- California is a much bluer state, and yet the Republican Party there, I would imagine they probably have something on their website that says sign the petition to recall Gavin Newsom. Who, by the way, didn't follow his own damn COVID uh, restrictions when he went to Mexico and he was partying like a rock star and he didn't wear a mask at a French laundry and it goes on. And on and on with, you know, John Kerry on a plane with no mask, Nancy Pelosi up at a salon with no mask, Joe Biden who said you have to wear a mask on federal property, doesn't wear one at the White House or Lincoln Memorial and Lori Lightfoot. Uh, celebrating Biden's win in a big crowd wasn't wearing a mask, but that's all okay uh, because you know that that's following the science for the Democrats. It's just ridiculous. Now the answer is uh, I cannot find one. Uh, it's shocking. I would think California would be right up on this, but mm, I mean we know New Mexico isn't. But but they have enough signatures already, and we know what's going to happen in. How about New York? New York? Ooh. Is there, an, is there, is there a Republican Party? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's actually, that's not even yeah. needed. They, Call Vinny. He's the one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, really not. We want Cuomo to sleep with the fishes, you know. <laughs> yeah. Hey, they do have a website. Okay. Let's yeah. check on weather and traffic very quickly. Uh, Rudy Grande, let's go. All right, as we put it together, we're going to start with the weather looking like a really great week up, uh, up ahead. As we move towards 70 degrees in Corrales right now, it is 63 it is uh, 57 degrees in Manzano High School and 62 here at the Rock of Talk. Through the accident, I-40 westbound just past Carlisle gone. 
Eubank northbound still running slow away from Kirtland Air Force Base Center, 15 miles an hour from Chico to I-40. And still rough riding on Alameda. The westbound trip spoiled right there. A second staying tight as you wind your way into Corrales. Don't forget the construction on Ellison and Coors Road. Now, this traffic report brought to you by Raw Greens. Now, I know you've seen Raw Greens as you're driving north on San Mateo. Right after you cross Manal. There it is. Yeah. Now, come on into Raw Greens. They have all kinds of great things for stress, sore muscles, Raw Greens, topical creams, and pet products, too. Raw Greens online, cbd.theplaceilike.com. We're up to date now. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. All right, Jay, I want you to stay around for one more segment. You got uh, it. Are you good? Okay, because I want to start the top of the next hour with something that came out uh, this morning. As you know, uh, I guess they're going to have Dan Bongino. That's going to be the replacement. Uh, Cumulus is moving very quickly as, as fast as they can to replace the... Uh, 12 to 3 slot, so very likely that's what uh, you will be hearing. And I hope he's uh, doing well, because I know he's going through some... Uh, cancer. Yeah, cancer as well. I mean, the, the Bongino's great. Well, what's really interesting about that move in all this is he doesn't have anywhere the traction. He's not even listed in the Talkers 100, and um, I think the debacle that happened with Parler and any and all social media at this point, and for him to go to one hour to three hours, uh, you know, he's certainly a strong conservative voice, but I could think of you know, ten other voices uh, that are certainly more qualified to carry the torch uh, moving forward in that time slot. You know what I'm kind of a fan of? You ever listen to Michael Knowles? Yes. No, I don't. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Is they, that on our station? No. Yeah, he, then no, I don't listen no. to it. <laughs> <laughs> well, take, uh, you know, look yeah. him up on Facebook or Twitter or whatever. He's got some yeah, great uh, videos. Chocolate vanilla. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do that. I'll make sure to... What was that? That was uh, me talking about the candy lady. Oh, yeah, she, love the candy she lady. Bit. Yeah, she's yeah. she's great. Uh, but yeah, no, I haven't, and uh, I believe he's out of is that is that out of Houston or Texas? I don't know. I know Dowd's well, grew, up in, grew up in New York. The Dowd three thousand uh, political commentary. Let's see. He is an American conservative political commenter, podcaster, actor, and ha- author. Podcaster. There we go. Oh. There, there he you graduated go. Yale. That's that's a black mark against him. But. And, he's a, and he's a conservative. Yeah. yeah. How did he make uh, it through? <laughs> Well, yes. I don't know that he actually did. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, Eddie's a New Mexico State grad. There you go. All right, uh, a New Mexico, University oh. of New Mexico, sir. Political yeah. science, economics. <laughs> uh, trust me, pretty good degree. Uh, back after the top of the hour, Fox News. Here in hour number two, we'll uh, talk about the worst state for the COVID lockdown. Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. News. The new Secretary of Education is outlining the plan to get kids back to in-person learning while keeping them safe during the pandemic. Secretary Miguel Cardona at the White House Daily Briefing said the recently signed COVID relief plan is already working to get kids back to in-person instruction. He says states are now clear on what it will provide. I notified all 50 states, D.C. and Puerto Rico of the amount of funds they'll be receiving from the American Rescue Plan. Secretary Cardona says that totals around $122 billion. He also announced a summit next week that will gather educators to discuss best practices to reopening schools quickly and safely. Grinnell Scott. 
Fox News. A San Antonio man has been arrested near the official residence of Vice President Harris. The Secret Service says 31-year-old Paul Murray has been charged with weapons-related offenses after being detained near a government complex that houses the Vice President's official residence and the Naval Observatory. Police in Georgia say they have charged the suspect in last night's deadly shootings at three massage parlors with eight counts of murder. 21-year-old Robert Aaron Long has told authorities the shootings were not racially motivated most of the victims were Asian women. The deadline for filing taxes has been extended to May 17th. House Ways and Means Committee Chairman Democrat Richard Neal says the decision will give Americans needed flexibility in a time of unprecedented crisis. In addition to the pandemic, the American Rescue Plan signed into law this month includes stimulus checks being processed by the IRS and the Treasury Department. Earlier this year, the IRS extended the tax filing deadline for individuals and businesses in Texas to June 15th because of a disaster declaration from a winter storm. Fox's Jared Halsburn suspected tornadoes have knocked down trees and toppled power lines in Burnsville and Moundville, Alabama. America is listening to Fox News. Dell's semi-annual sale is the perfect opportunity for a significant business upgrade. Save up to 45% on Dell computers built for business and powered by Intel Core processors. Plus, enjoy special pricing on Dell docks, monitors, servers, and more. All with easy financing options through Dell Financial Services. Speak to a Dell Technologies advisor today to find the right tech for your business with fast, free shipping. Call 877-ASK-DELL. Again, that's 877-ASK-DELL. <laughs> Mrs. Coates, it's the back left tire of your RV calling. Wanted to give you a heads up that I'm going to blow out on the highway later today. Wait, what? Says here I'm going to burst in the middle of rush hour. Well, can we reschedule? Sorry, our policy states that once we're scheduled to burst, we have to. We really pride ourselves on our commitment to blowouts. RV owners can't schedule when things go wrong on the road. That's why there's Progressive, a leader in RV insurance. Do you want a text confirmation when I burst? Uh, think I'll notice. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates that were to serve in the trial against a former police officer charged in the death of George Floyd have been dismissed. Seven jurors seated in Derek Chauvin's murder trial were called back for questioning. Two of them excused from the case after telling the judge that they did hear that the city of Minneapolis settled for $27 million with the family of George Floyd and that it would impact their ability to be fair and impartial in the case. Jurors and potential jurors have been ordered to stay away from news. The defense has called the timing of these settlements suspicious. The judge called it unfortunate. Fox's Jeffman. Also, nine jurors have been seated so far. The Senate has confirmed Catherine Tai is the nation's top trade envoy. She's the first Asian American and the first woman of color to hold the position. Amazon is expanding its virtual health care service to other employers in Washington State and to its own employees across the country this summer. Amazon's started the Amazon Care Service 18 months ago for its own staffers and their families in Washington State, with employees in the Seattle area having access to in-home care for follow-up needs. The Amazon Care app connects users virtually with doctors, nurse practitioners, and nurses who can provide services and treatment over the phone 24 hours a day. Amazon's expansion comes at a good time as consumer demand for telemedicine and virtual health care has exploded during the pandemic. Hillary Barsky, Fox News. Facebook says it's starting to remove recommendations it gives to users for political and social issue Facebook groups and it says it will take steps to reduce the reach of groups it says break its rules researchers and civil rights groups have warned that Facebook groups have been used to spread misinformation and organize extremist activity
Wall Street at the close. The Dow plus 189, closing above 33,000 for the first time. The Nasdaq added 53. The S&P up 11. I'm Lisa Lacerra. This is Fox News. Getting ready for hour two now, so why don't we put things together starting with the weather as we head towards 70 degrees on Friday. You just look outside, you say, this is one of the reasons I love living in New Mexico. Look at those blue skies. Yeah, it's dotted with some really big, huge, they call those cumulus clouds. Cumulus, I think is the correct word. Yeah. Yeah, thanks, Rudy. I didn't say it. All right, so anyways, right now we got 49 degrees in Santa Fe. Mostly clear there. It is 61 degrees at Santana Star and 62 here at the Rock of Talk. All right, we cleared the accident I-40 westbound at San Mateo. That is good news. Uh, Eubank's still a little bit tight as you get away from Kirtland Air Force Base. I-25 southbound under 40 miles an hour, Osuna to Montgomery. So that's a bit of a test of patience for all of us. And again, don't forget the construction that's going on right now. Ellison and Coors, and that's really taking a toll on Coors itself coming down the hill out of Rio Rancho. This traffic report is brought to you by LifeSpring at Salon Helena. They are on Manal, just west of Wyoming. That is home for Canyon Water on the east side. Canyon Water is healthy water. That's the water you want to drink. It's alkaline water. And this beats anything you're going to get on the shelf that's been sitting there for up to 90 days in plastic. You don't want the plastic. You want the water. Salon Helena is where you go get this. Last spring at Salon Helena. Once again, you also got that salt room there. So come on by. They're on Manal, just west of Wyoming. All right, with that, we're up to date. Now, let's dive on in to the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's Macro-Aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. I am Eddie the Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA, ABQ.FM, AM 1490 KRSN, and 107.1 in Los Alamos. That's the cough button in front of you guys there in the studio. Uh, glad to be here. Hour number two here, D-Dod Muska. How are you? Well, and I also forgot last hour to thank my fellow New Mexicans. Ladies and gentlemen, we have maintained, federal government announced just a little while ago, we have maintained our fourth worst unemployment rate in the country at 8.7%. Ladies and gentlemen, we hadn't had a chance to talk about it earlier this week. So, good on us, everybody. 8.7%, you know? And Hawaii is at 10.2. Let's see if we can beat those folks out well, there in the we'll ocean. we'll try hard. Uh, they actually increased the income tax, and that's coming for you. Those pass-throughs, uh, by the way, and this part of... Uh, my protection taxpayer pledge. Uh, I, I called them up and got on board, so I'm all ready to go. The Grover so, Network. You're in the database. <laughs> taxpayer protection, and that has to do... Remember, anytime you vote for the ETA, anytime you voted for any type of uh, further cost to the taxpayer, guess what that happens? You have broken the taxpayer pledge, Mark Moores. And now we have Elisa Martinez in the race now. So uh, pretty soon we're going to get to a dozen. Uh, that's going to be pretty awesome, but... We'll still uh, keep running here, and I'm pretty excited about that because I believe that the people who we have already spoken to here in the State Central Committee uh, know that we have been working hard, diligently, tirelessly, day in, day out. We also have uh, Jay Block here as well. He's made indications that he's going to be running for governor April 17th, his declaration date. And speaking of April 17th or April 15th, we're now moving that to May the 17th. Heard that at the top of the hour of Fox News. The delay there on your tax returns uh, so you can wait up until May 17th or why not just get it done today? <laughs> well, that might help Deb Holland. I think she... <laughs> She's had problems in the past. She's had some problems in the past, yeah. <laughs> well, it didn't prevent her from becoming the secretary. No, yeah. no. of course not. Nothing in the world would. Why uh, and and I, I had an argument with somebody who said, uh, well, 51 uh, votes doesn't sound like a resounding uh, uh, authoritative support uh, for one uh, Deb Holland, but you know we somehow uh, f- 
find our way, and you had uh, Ben Ray Lujan essentially governing over what was happening and her approval for the Department of the Interior. So that was very interesting. Yes, yes, you had to support her, and 51 votes, and there you go. So I wanted to push this out to everybody, and I want to thank those people who donated to my campaign out there in the marketplace. Uh, I appreciate uh, Bill uh, very much. I, I got like four donations in that first hour. Uh, pretty incredible. You can right. also see part of my platform I put out. Uh, you can find that uh, directly at our rockoftalk.tv. And I can talk as much about the campaign as I possibly want to until some sort of date or something has been set. Um, I know all about equal time. I know about all that kind of stuff. And you can talk to my FCC attorney about all that kind of stuff. But uh, Lisa <laughs> jumps on board here. You like that? You're snickering in there. Uh, <laughs> she she dropped in 250. Uh, we have uh, Bill. Bill. He dropped it another 50, um, and he left this for all of you almost as a challenge. He's a big supporter, I guess, uh, of me, and uh, he says, Hi, Eddie. I really feel good about your candidacy. For once, we we have a can-do and will-do representative. I just dropped 50 bucks into the campaign kitty. It would be wonderful if everyone listening would do the same. At EddieAragon.com. May God bless you richly in this endeavor to turn our state red again. We are praying for you and the family. Thank you so much, Bill. That's um, I'm very touched and uh, moved by all that. Uh, someone's watching us on Roku. More and more people are watching us on Roku, Amazon Fire, Apple TV. Governor-elect Jay Block and Congressman-elect Eddie Aragon. This wow. is the leadership yeah. we need in New Mexico. Uh, hashtag vote Eddie Aragon CD1. Hashtag vote Jay Block, governor of New Mexico. Uh, let's see what else we have. Oh, Alexis Johnson, uh, uh, check it in. Uh, you might remember her from yeah, up north. Pulling yeah. well, out a surprise lady. victory. She worked hard. Worked very. Alexis worked extremely hard. the highest GOP percentage yeah. in, in, in fact, years you, in that race. You know what's funny? I was up in Santa Fe, and I was there when she got uh, ticketed for not wearing a mask uh, in the plaza. And um, that uh, Santa Fe reporter just happened to be there as well, and Alexis just held, held her ground. Good. Good for you, Alexis. Uh, hey, Eddie, what's up, man? Taking a listen to you and Jay. Glad you're taking it to the extreme people. We have been leading New Mexico astray. Who else is running for governor, Alexis? We actually don't know. Uh, that hasn't been put out there, but let's let's try to get through this. What Eddie, if MLG walks away? Uh, we talked a lot about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot that I, idea. Yeah. I think that makes the most sense for her politically uh, because she's... Sort of in a lame duck sort of session herself, given what she's done. She would be best to take a federal appointment as soon as possible and allow Hector Balderas. Uh, I think that would be the best thing. Interesting. If they're looking at winning, that's the best move for them. Or even Brian Cologne, who has no problem raising any sort of money. Uh, Eddie, you're all too optimistic when it comes to impeaching any kind of these Democratic governors. Lunatic voters and Democrats in these states will reelect them in the blink of an eye. Just as they will with MLG. Not so much in New York uh, because he's that you can't reelect uh, him. He's full termed out. Hey Eddie, how many registered voters do we need to impeach MLG? One hundred and fifty thousand, by the way. And as one of the, your previous textures sent you, why don't we like to go after our southern cities like Roswell? Where do you think all of those signatures have come from? Yeah, Roswell, Hobbs, all Lincoln, over the state. Carlba- Carlsbad. All over. If we made a big push in those cities, you would think we could get what we need. Clovis Portalis as well. Vote Big Eddie for CD1. Yeah, I like that. Big Eddie. I like it. Yeah, Big Eddie. My dad's Big Eddie. I, did you know? I'm literally. <laughs> you you're, you're bigger than your dad, though. Yeah, but, I mean, at one point. But well, your dad I'm, is I'm Big Eddie. still afraid of him. Oh, yeah. He's a great guy. I mean, Love your dad. Yeah. He is. He, he's the, every day that I see him, every day that I'm with him, 
I love that man more and more. I yeah. just think you got great parents, Eddie. I don't know what happened the to you. <laughs> Wish they'd done a better job. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I appreciate that. Ladies and gentlemen, what you just heard was the Northeastern humor. This yeah, is where this is like future Governor Block and I have some very solid ground. Of a lot of sarcasm. We share that a lot. If, if we are insulting you, I know you don't get it out that here in the West. We love you. It means we like you. If we don't like you, we just ignore you as if you're not there. So if we're busting your stones, it means we have a lot of love and respect. So appreciate it on that level. And nobody, <laughs> nobody dishes it out more than me. I'm pretty hardcore Northeastern. That's uh, where at heart. Yes, you are. Yeah, so, <laughs> Northeastern right. Albuquerque. So. <laughs> I'm not northeastern Albuquerque. My mom went to real grand homeboy. Yeah, oh, and man. by the way, we'll go kick your your butt in the back of the school, and nobody will ever find out about it. Because if they do, other people get hurt. That's the way we do it on La Vega Road. <laughs> Don't you know? The same pious way. Chicharrones, chicharrones, greasy, greasy, greasy. We're gonna beat you, easy, easy, easy. Oh, I love it. I love it. All right. So Stu, and Stu's great. One of the great things that Glenn Beck has done with the show, don't you ever mention another show again from any other place? We already carry Ben Shapiro on our radio station there, buddy boy. But let me say this. Stu does a great job of doing all the research. I like to think of Glenn Beck and uh, and Stu sort of like Eddie Aragon and Dow. Yeah, he's also a native nutmegger, I think. Uh, is he? His real name, I think, is Steve Bergier, but he calls he's, himself he, Stu. Yeah. He's, he's really good. And between the two of them, they run a great show, which has vastly improved over the Trump-bashing days of uh, 2015 through 2016, okay? And let me tell you, their audience has been turbocharged and chock full of information. And here's something they put together, which is going to go about seven minutes, but I know a lot of you guys missed it earlier. Do not miss this now, okay? Oh, yes. Special place in our heart for... Little old New Mexico. And Take see a listen. Which states did the best and which states did the worst? Now, there are plenty of ways to do that, but I decided to kind of dig into the data and attempt to come up with a comprehensive ranking that took into account as much of the picture as possible. For example, how did the state do against the actual virus? How did they do in maintaining the economy as best as possible? We adjusted for the age of the population and population density, among other things, and even looked at the efficiency of the vaccine rollout. Finally, we looked at the government restrictions implemented in each state by utilizing the University of Oxford Stringency Index. We all realize, you know, we were kind of once, uh, you know, in this place where everything looked really dark. And eventually we got to the middle of a once in a lifetime situation. And most of us sort of put up uh, with a little bit more than we normally would. It was a strange year. But you have to remember this is America. You need to preserve as much freedom as humanly possible and keeping those restrictions active for as little time as you can. For example, if two states held the same performance in all the other categories, but one achieved that with draconian lockdowns and the other had no restrictions at all, the tiebreaker should go to the state that offered more freedom. That's not to say a state that can't, you know, that, you know, sort of went full lockdown. Uh, they could still do well on this. Uh, they can, and some did. But we can't only be looking at keeping people alive as if it's the only thing to think about. If we wanted that, a state that kept us all in individual plastic bubbles would win every single time. What we're looking for is the sort of fusion approach, the best comprehensive thing we can look at, not just from the government, but also from the people of the state. Then, of course, we plugged it into a fancy formula and gave each state a score 1 to 100. 
So let's see the results. We start with the worst five states in the union. You guys suck. Coming in at number five, uh, well, at least fifth from the bottom, with a total score of 27.8 out of 100. Congratulations to the state that I grew up in, Connecticut. Yeah. No hometown advantage here. That's not what we do. Just the facts, ladies and gentlemen. Just inching out Massachusetts to get into our worst five. Connecticut ranked 45th in COVID deaths per million. Not in a good way, like the bad way. Despite they had uh, the third most stringent lockdown in the country. Great job, everybody. The economy did okay, kind of, in comparison to some of these lockdown states. But overall, it was pretty much a disaster. Hopefully. As a former resident, they will still allow me back in after this ranking. But you know what? No rush, Connecticut. I love you, but no rush there. Moving on to the fourth worst COVID response. It's a tiny state. It sounds like it's surrounded by water, but instead it's surrounded by annoying accents. With a score of 25.2 out of 100, it's Rhode Island. Rhode Island, of course, did not perform well in any category. It was third from the bottom in COVID deaths, despite a severe lockdown, and the economy suffered a very harsh fate as well. While being an island helped out a lot of countries and helped them shield themselves from the virus, being Rhode Island didn't seem to help at all. Now we're up to the third worst COVID response in America. Aren't you getting nervous? We're getting so close to the worst. You should be if you happen to live in the next state. With a pathetic score of only 20.6 out of 100, the opposite of congratulations goes to the state of Louisiana. There you go, Louisiana. Congratulations. Now, let no one claim that we're only hammering blue states here, as Louisiana's Republican voting record could not shield it from a terrible performance against the coronavirus. Louisiana had a terrible outbreak at the beginning, putting it in 43rd place in raw health measures. And also, the government took drastic measures to try to lock it down. And the economy was brutalized as well. Now, some astute observers might say, part of the problem was going ahead with Mardi Gras in late February. One study says a single individual may have kicked off a chain of transmission during the holiday, eventually leading to 50,000 infections in Louisiana. And that decision and that event were held in very blue New Orleans, not very red, Louisiana. Fair enough, but as long as New Orleans is still in your state, you have to answer for it. Sorry, Louisiana. Now we are all the way down to the second worst COVID response in America. I am all a tingle. Remember, Louisiana had a score of 20. We have a massive drop-off to our next state. With a score of only 7.9... It's New Mexico. A lot of people forget about New Mexico in the middle of this. New Mexico actually had the harshest lockdown for the longest amount of time in America. You've heard a lot about other states. New Mexico had the harshest lockdown. New Mexico has a population that is pretty spread out and pretty young, but it still had an outbreak that was close to the worst in the entire United States. Really, the only thing New Mexico did pretty well was get the vaccine out the door. But honestly, that's not enough to keep them out of our second worst slot. And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. What state was the most mismanaged? The state that failed in every category. Which state almost seemed like it had a romantic relationship with COVID-19? This state had more people die from COVID than any other state in the Union. All of this, despite having the second most strict lockdown period in the entire country. How does that work? 
It had an economy that ranked in the bottom seven, and that was the bright spot in their performance. Some would say that the possibility that the governor was spending most of his time groping passing teenagers may have contributed to the problems of this state. But I disagree with that analysis. The more attention he paid to the state, the worse things would get. The absolute worst COVID performance in America and really throughout the world comes from the absolute worst governor in America and really throughout the world. With a pathetically feeble score of 6.8 out of 100, it is, you know it well, New York. It's worth mentioning that, of course, most of the states near the bottom of this list are neighbors of New York and only had these issues because of spillover from New York. So basically, the whole bottom of the list is New York's fault and therefore Andrew Cuomo's fault. Now, this might be a great time to mention that Andrew Cuomo is awful. Dot com. That was really good. There it is, Stu. And um, your thoughts on that? You should not be surprised. Uh, here's what's interesting. All those four states are together, and then that one outlier way out west with the fifth least population density per square mile is, of course, New Mexico. New Mexico. And we were second worst overall. And let me let me phrase it this way, and then I'll get everybody's reaction here in studio, Dowd and uh, Jay and uh, Rudy as well. I'll let you guys jump in on this. And here's what you need to understand: we knew this already. This is the information we provided you. She was going to run that playbook. Your governor should be investigated just every bit as much as Cuomo is for his nursing home deaths. We know what happened here, but no one's a hole enough to actually push this like we have been. Since day one, understand your governor is responsible. She owns this economic shutdown. Now, I'm going to get the fine-tooth comb metrics uh, to go over the stats so we actually know how they were weighted and what it is because there's going to be people who pre present uh, argumentative viewpoints uh, on this. But the fact of the matter is it doesn't change what's happened to the reality that you're now living in. And this all could have been prevented with leadership with trust, with pushing forward on thinking about what we can, not why we should shut everything down and then looking for the federal government to bail us out again. Dowd, you first. Uh, a little over two weeks ago, ladies and gentlemen, the Washington Post, I believe the reporter, I'm sorry, uh, a person who calls himself a reporter, Eugene Scott, uh, interviewed uh, the governor of New Mexico. It, we, uh, you can find it online. And the title is Coronavirus, Leadership, Leadership During Crisis with New Mexico Governor Michelle Lujan Grisham. Uh, the question uh, he started off with, uh, with our governor, was, how did you accomplish that? Uh, you've done so well. Uh, like, what was your strategy that made you so effective? Hold uh, on, wait a minute. Is, are you talking, is this Pravda? Or, I mean, seriously, what newspaper is this? Cancel every subscription you have to mainstream media. These people are through and through, liars through and through. We saw her be interviewed by the New York Times. New York Times did multiple profiles of her last year. Rolling Stone, Washington Post, she has been puffed up from day one for her leadership and her success amidst this. And then when you look at the data, like Glenn's little buddy Stu did, uh, we're among the worst in the nation. I want to turn your attention to the fact that also the two governors that were leading the charge, one was Phil Murphy, New Jersey, the other one, Cuomo, New York. And then now the Democratic Governor Association head is one Michelle Lujan Grisham. 
Do you see anything coming out? No, let me give you the latest missive coming out from the Republican Party of the state of New Mexico. Is there any mention of any of this stuff whatsoever? No, here, here it is. Here's what's happening. Senate passes civil rights legislation. Paid sick leave bill undergoes changes. Governor signs liquor bill. What's happening? You know what's happening? New Mexico's being shut down by a bunch of leftist progressives. And we're doing nothing about it. We're sitting idling by while we're voting for all of their leadership and their policies and not saying a damn thing. It's controlled opposition on this side of the fence. Now, to point this out very quickly, Michelle Lujan Grisham was, was on Washington Post site. And the most in in interesting thing in all of this is, Dowd, please uh, turn your attention to the Democratic Governor Association website. Uh, she was emphatic about the fact that we were going to be hearing about things very shortly in terms of uh, Andrew Cuomo. Uh, yep, to yes. date, I would like to understand whether or not the uh, Democratic uh, National Convention in Mexico, Michelle Lujan, uh, New Mexico's own Michelle Lujan Grisham, has yet called for the resignation of uh, one uh, Andrew Cuomo. Uh, yeah, Daddy's referring to that, as, as I mentioned, March 2nd. Puff video interview with the Washington Post. She was asked the question, do you think the Democratic Governors Association, of which you are the chair, will, will release, quote, a statement or weigh in, weigh in on this at all? Her response was, quote, I believe that we will and we should. That was 15 days ago. Uh, as of yet, no mention at all of Governor Cuomo on the website. Well, let's uh, hear it from her mouth uh, straight to uh, New Mexico's ears. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you one Democratic Governor Association head, uh, Michelle Lujan Grisham. National issue. We know that you are the chair uh, of the Democratic Governors Association. And last night, as I was preparing for this interview, Democratic Congresswoman Kathleen Rice of New York called on Governor Andrew Cuomo of New York to resign after a third woman accused him of sexual harassment. And I was just hoping to get your reaction as DGA chair and as a woman. Do you think the organization is going to release a statement or weigh in on this at all? As the chair and as a woman, he qualified it not once, but twice. Here's her response. I believe that we will and we should. Uh, look, we, we have to take seriously all these allegations. And I'm frankly uh, in that group of elected leaders that you believe the individual. Uh, you give real credit and credibility there. If you don't, we're re-victimizing uh, 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 brave men and women who come forward. And so that's critical. Here, earlier, uh, certainly you've got someone, an elected leader, who isn't challenging the veracity of the, the facts, the statements. It happened. I had staff involved and apologized. And that's the climate we should come to expect by every elected leader in that context. And having a transparent, independent investigation so that you can look at the context of these conversations and statements, I think, is important. But I, I find it very troubling, I think others do, that we have a third allegation. And uh, uh, I know Congresswoman Rice to be a fierce champion uh, uh, in this area and has high and she should expectations for all elected leaders. And I think that folks should expect that the Democratic Governors Association will, in fact, release a statement. Uh, it's not we haven't done that yet, but you should expect that we will. Hey, Eddie, can I jump in? in? Can, I, can I jump in, Eddie? Go ahead. So this was like March 2nd. That was after the third victim she said that. We've had three other victims come forth, so yep. we have six. Yep. 
And then she totally just basically incriminated herself because two words came to my mind. It's a name, James Hallinan. When she talked about, you know, you're re-victimizing the victim when you go after the victim, that's exactly what she did to James Hallinan when the governor was accused of pouring water on his crotch and grabbing him in his crotch area. Uh, and then where was she again when Kavanaugh uh, was there just getting killed by everybody in the country uh, for the president to withdraw his nomination? So her rules are different for her friends, and um, they're different for her. And this shows another ser- serious lack of leadership on her part. And she, people have to see through this because she just, she's a hypocrite. That's, her, that's what it is. She's just an elitist hypocrite who is more than happy to attack an opponent like either a Republican or Justice Kavanaugh or James Hallinan. But when it comes to her, you know, Governor Buddy, and she's representing the, the Democratic Governors Association, give me a break. Why is there not more outrage in the state of New Mexico? I mean, yeah, give me the answer, Jay. You know what it is. Um, I, uh, honestly, Eddie, I think a lot of people are afraid to speak up. No, uh, it's right here on this station. The only place that you're hearing any of this information is right here in the Kiva. No, that's true. They're not talking about her interview and the hypocrisy that's coming out. Eddie, the one little bit, and the only credence that they've offered anything as to what's happened in the governor's mansion is Chris Ramirez's uh, expose after uh, Larry Barron's offered offered the IPRA. Other than that, that's it. We don't have anything uh, whatsoever. Right, but how many times have you talked to people around New Mexico and, you know, I can't, I can't publicly give you a check because the governor's going to come after, the Democratic Party's going to come after me. I don't know where that mentality comes from, but I don't know. I, you know, I don't. I, you, I'm not going to say you have that problem, already, but I know that that problem does exist. Um, but I would say, by and large, the people who are courageous enough to go ahead and speak out and support uh, and push forth uh, with a lot of these things that are speaking truth to power, you know, they don't have any qualms about it because they're not worried about checking and looking over their shoulder. I think the problem here in the state of New Mexico is we have too much retribution coming from these politicians and it's the most corrupt state in the entire country. There's no question about it. Dowd, could you disagree with me on the I, you know, level of corruption? You cannot disagree with me on no, the level of corruption. You know, I studied, I've lived in and studied a lot of different states You know, uh, and uh, of course grew up next to Massachusetts, which is legendary. Uh, I'd like to spend a year or two in Louisiana and really do, do a deep dive on Louisiana. But, uh, Eddie, it never gets better. The more I understand about politics and policy in the state, the chumminess, the nepotism, the cronyism, it, it is, uh, it's deeply disturbing. And you can get away with that. You're far from the coasts. You've got a large land area with a small population. You have, there was an analysis done years ago, a couple years ago, about political engagement. How engaged is your population in government? You know, turnout rates and that kind of stuff. How, how interested are people? New Mexico ranked rock bottom. People are pretty much checked out here. And while the cat's away, which is, you know, public scrutiny of these things, the uh, political elites play, and they play most of the time with your money, ladies yeah. and, 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 and with the media. The and the media. Yep. It, and the yep. media is involved here, too. The media Lowest is them. very, very uh, left here. Yep, yep, yep. Jay, I'll let you have the, uh, well, I don't think it's just the left. I think it's coming from right, as we're now seeing with the CD1 race. And maybe lazier than anything else. Yeah. I just don't want to do the work, you know. Well, it might also be the fact that uh, they enjoy being part of the controlled opposition for the deals that they can get away, for the little pieces, because they like to scapegoat it by saying, well, we're only registered 33%. So what? That doesn't matter. What can we do with the independents? Look at which way this... Uh, we still this, elected statewide Republicans exactly. here in the state. Exactly. Susanna Martinez got <laughs> elected, uh, yep. and she got elected uh, by quite a little bit. Unfortunately, you can't say the same for Steve Pierce, who lost uh, in the biggest gubernatorial loss 
in the history of the Republican Party. Oh, and final point about media. Sure. Uh, who who now works for the Lujan Grisham administration? Uh, Trip Stelnicki, Bruce right. Krasnow. They were in. They were reporters for Santa Fe, the Santa Fe New Mexican, your daily newspaper here in New Mexico that does a better job covering state government than any other publication. And when a liberal Democrat got elected, suddenly they weren't journalists anymore. They went to work for that liberal Democrat. Uh, sort of like my conversation with Milan Simovic. But uh, thank you very much, uh, everybody, for being here in the Kiva. Jay Block, thank you for being thank here. Thank you. you. Spent an hour and a half here. I love it it goes that. quick, though, Eddie. Does it? It does. April 17th, the big announcement. April 17th is the formal announcement. There we go. All right. Uh, we'll be there. Thank and you. We appreciate uh, everybody tuning in here into the Kiva. AM 600 KIVA, ABQ.FM, AM 1490 KRSN Santa Fe, 107.1 in Los Alamos. Thank you so much uh, for joining us. We might have Murder Mike uh, check in. We've got a lot still to get to here. Your calls and texts on absolutely anything. 550-5500. 5533, back and forth. Grace Personal Care Services is companion care at a reasonable rate, including mobile assistance, meal preparation, household services, cognitive assistance, and support services, and more. 505-796-4900. That's 505-796-4900. Looking for a full-service landscaping company that can design, build, and maintain your landscape? True West Landscape is the company for you. Whether you are a property manager or homeowner looking for that quality weekly service, True West is here to help. Contact the True West team of professionals today so we can show you our quality service options at 505-395-7770, 505-395-7770, or visit online at truewestgroup.com. Chris Napier here with Loan Depot, the mortgage guy. As you look for the best ways to provide and protect for your family, the structure of your loans is critical. Your mortgage payment and its terms could be behind the curve. Let's ensure that when you're buying or refinancing your home, you have the best total cost. Call me at 505-710-2499 and MLS number 330093. This is Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. Glad to be here with you to help your business. And right now, businesses are in desperate need of cash flow. Many businesses aren't going to make it through this crisis without a solution. Michael Trujillo has that solution. Host of Your Money Matters, 1130 a.m. on Saturday. Michael, how can you help these businesses get cash flow today? Well, Eddie, all they have to do is pick up the phone, give us a call, and we can help them with that cash flow because we have many different federal programs that businesses can qualify for. But more importantly, we also also have over a hundred lenders on hand ready to go ahead and provide these loans to businesses so that they can continue when we are open again for business. Let's help your small business today, folks. If you own a car dealership, commercial real estate, you have a restaurant, how about a funeral home? Software development firms, engineering firm, plumbing and heating, you name it, Michael can help you. 856 1171 856 1171 or you can email him directly michael at michaeltrujillo.com that's michael at michaeltrujillo.com Salon Deluxe and Tan Rio West have partnered together to offer hair, nail, and skin care with our signature Solitone, Lumi Facial, and Lumi Lift, and Brazilian Blowout. And this is Deb Slight from Tan Rio West Life. We specialize in permanent makeup, tattoo removal, Botox, Juvederm, spray tan, and eyelash extensions. You can reach us at 896-0586 at the salon or call Deb at Tan Rio, 994-2390. We're located at the Country Club Plaza in Rio Rancho, New Mexico. 
Maintaining your cutting equipment is essential to the longevity of your tools and the quality of your product. Whether you're a woodworking professional, metalworking professional, hobbyist, or you just need a new edge on your kitchen knives or gardening tools, trust the sharpening experts at Precision Sharpening to help keep your tools in excellent condition. 884-8229. 884-8229. Want the honesty, affordability, and reliability of a household plumber without the crack? Call Rogers Plumbing and Heating. Family owned and operated since 1973 for all your plumbing needs. Reaching Albuquerque, Baylor, Moriarty, Santa Fe, New Laguna, Pueblo, and anywhere in between. Rogers Plumbing and Heating is not only fast and reliable service, being family owned and operated since 1973 means they always put their customers first and hold each of their employees to the highest moral, professional, and ethical standards. So when you need a fix without the crack, call Rogers Plumbing and Heating at 243-9703. Hi, this is Mark Minicucci with the Minicucci Insurance Agency. We are privately held and locally owned. We market property and casualty insurance products and risk management services primarily to a variety of companies located within New Mexico and the surrounding states. We are able to meet the needs of a large international company as well as small local businesses. We focus on construction, onshore energy, defense contractors, health care, professional liability, and a variety of other industries. Call us today at 883-3683, 883 Maintaining your cutting equipment is essential to the longevity of your tools and the quality of your product. Whether you're a woodworking professional, metalworking professional, hobbyist, or you just need a new edge on your kitchen knives or gardening tools, trust the sharpening experts at Precision Sharpening to help keep your tools in excellent condition. 884-8229-884-8229. All right, time to put things together, starting with the weather. The nice, clear skies show that we will probably get to 70 by Friday. So, a great weekend is ours up ahead, looking right now on the hilltop in Los Alamos, 49 degrees under partly cloudy skies. It is 61 degrees in Rio Rancho and 62 here at the Rock of Talk. All right, uh, let's clear an accident. I-25, I rather, southbound right there uh, at Jefferson. That is now on the right shoulder. All lanes are open, but, boy, they are slow all the way back now from San Antonio. Again, we have that lane const- uh, restriction on Ellison as you make your way westbound coming off of Coors and that's really putting a struggle. It's hurting Coors as you come down the hill out of Rio Rancho and on the northbound side of uh, Coors, everything slow back to Eagle Ranch. And this traffic report is brought to you by Taco Tote. Taco Tote on Central across from the historic Highland Theater. They finished the remodeling and boy as they do they have some great things for you including that uh, family of five meal deal. Now you get to see it there. The family's going to love going out to dinner. Tonight, it should be Taco Tote. All right, we're up to date now. Let's dive into the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. Some of these people need a job. We have nine candidates in CD1, and uh, I just raised another 450 bucks. <laughs> Seriously, guys. I mean, come on. I mean, can we hate? Can we really hate me that much? Can you imagine if you hate me? Can you imagine how much the Democrats could possibly hate me? You have like the best representation because I'll never, uh, I will always answer my phone. Dowd, how many times have you called me and I don't pick up? Never. 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 My now, when you rings. call me, uh, that's another story. <laughs> well, you're a thing. You're a, you're, you're I'm thinking. working. <laughs> yeah. I, you, you literally have to uh, answer my phone call right away because then it's a, the thoughts escape me and I just keep running on. I'm just more information, more in and out. And, Think of me like a water filter. I make everything pure again uh, when it comes in and out of the Kiva. That's that's what we have to do. So thanks to all the people who have uh, been supporting me, the candidacy, what I've been doing. It's uh, pretty exciting. You can go to my website at eddyaragon.com, E-D-D-Y-A-R-A-G-O-N, and uh, check your FCC rules in terms of anything that I talk about. I, have I talked about the campaign at all? 
Not much lately. Not much. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are saying, how come you're not talking more about the campaign? Because we got a radio show to do. People get bored. They don't want to hear that. And the other thing, too, is I'm not a politician. I will literally tell you like it is every single day. Why do you guys tune in? Well, because we lay it out on the line. We give it the data. You walk away, and you're like, did you guys hear what they said yesterday on the Rock of Talk? We put it all out there for you. We give you information that you don't get anywhere else. We stick our neck, uh, necks out and because we like to. Because that's what's required to go ahead and change this miserable state. Are we still having the uh, don't uh, shame, don't blame? What, what is it called? Don't ask, don't tell. What is the name of that thing? Start bragging. Stop bagging, start yeah. bragging. That's right. I, I, forget, I, yeah, I don't know what it's called anymore. Who even knows? So, he doesn't. The feel goody goody. Are we still having our uh, marathon? I want to go crash one of those parties. Let's do a, like a wedding crasher type thing. Oh, we go state to of the city the... week. We're state, state, of the city. state of the city week. Is, what brewery at tonight? It doesn't We're... end until the twenty first. Oh, it's 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 every day. It's is, a whole week. Every day is Mayor Tim Keller Day. <laughs> well, what is the what, what? Where is it at tonight? We got to find out. We'll, we'll figure out what yeah. microbrewery. Uh, just quickly, uh, yes, the, the Stubergear piece that was so great. Um, mm-hmm. A little bit of overlap, ladies and gentlemen. He talked about the five uh, states that have uh, hand- managed the, 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 the so-called pandemic worst. The mm-hmm. worst. Uh, four of those five states are among the ten worst states for unemployment. What a surprise! Uh, Louisiana, Connecticut, New Mexico, and New York. Four of the five are a top uh, ten, and of course, New Mexico. We have the fourth worst unemployment rate in the country. And guess who's number tied at number one for the best employment situation in America? Utah, that would be South Dakota. Utah and South Dakota, the yeah. states that basically did not shut down to any extent. Yeah, there we go. Extent, yeah. Yeah. And then Nebraska trailing way behind at 3.2%. So do you know what, you know what Elisa state. told me when she told me? I, it just, just occurred and it went off like a giant bell in my head. She literally came in when she was in my, my studio, and she said, Elisa Martinez, who's now the ninth candidate, the last candidate, with 75 days entering in. That's less than the amount of time that's declared, by the way. So they're, they're racing. Everyone's like, there's all, what, what are they, 18 candidates? What can we do to keep Eddie Aragon out of Congress? <laughs> like, what, what can we possibly do? We need to make this guy go away. I'm like, I'm not going away. Where are we? She literally walked in and told me she wanted to be the AOC of the Senate. I remember what? you telling me that. Do you remember, remember that? You, I very distinctly remember you telling me that. Yeah, and yeah. I said, you want to be the AOC of the Senate? What does that mean? I, I, uh, help me understand what exactly I was talking about. That's the, the, she told me that, and I was like... Uh, you might want to move out of my way at this point before I explode on you. I mean, you know, I never have or never will, but let me tell you this. That is something that we do not want. We had the AOC when we had uh, the honorary fifth member of the, what, what was that crew called? That they, the squad. The squad. Right? Uh, the squad being um, Ilan Omar. Ilan Omar sounds like a nursery rhyme. Um Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. We have the... Ayana... Iliana. Iliana? Yeah, she's completely and totally bald. You see that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah. does not look like a congressman. Yeah. Somebody told me, he said, hey, Eddie, you need to look more like a congressman. Have you seen Ariana? <laughs> right? But she's from Massachusetts, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Yep. Uh, Presley, I think is that what it is? I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah Presley. Yep. And then the fourth one... Uh, Rashida one, Tlaib. I Rashida think. Tlaib, who literally called uh, Donald Trump that mofo. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember that? I don't think there's a human being alive more loathsome than Ilhan Omar. If I was a refugee and a country took me in, 
I would never do anything but do volunteer work to help all the people of that country. I would she not get, I would not get elected and badmouth that country yeah. constantly. She is one of the worst human beings alive, Ilhan Omar. And if I'm not mistaken, she married her. She's uh, incest is best. Beck did a big deep dive on that. Yeah, yeah was very that real? funny stuff. Was uh, that real? Yeah, I believe that's yeah. And then financial shenanigans about the campaign. A crooked, crooked, crooked. Mm. <clears throat> yeah. I'll take a moment of silence. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Deb Holland's in the cabinet, by the way. <laughs> she's not in the squad. She's in the cabinet. <clears throat> uh, yeah. I want to kill something. Let's kill another bill up in Santa Fe. It's been too long. Uh, oh, yes. Uh, my favorite segment, ladies and gentlemen. My favorite segment. We only have a few days left to kill bills. Uh, no, we're going to keep killing bills. we got to do it next time in Congress, too. Oh, we can do that, sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, and this one, uh, I'm going to start off by asking Rudy a question. Rudy, when you go get your soda at the convenience store or the fast food place... right? And of course, I don't buy Coca-Cola anymore. I, I, I'm still looking for... And if, folks, if you know a place where I can get some RC Cola, let me know, because I can't find it anywhere in this whole Metroplex. Um, do, does the cashier ask you what your income is so that he or she can determine how much the price you will pay for that soda will be? Interesting you asked that, because I went and bought one today. No. Okay. <laughs> That's an always relevant question for, for Mr. Grande. Um, and we have our various drinks to get us uh, through the show and keep our voices, uh, you know, beautiful and sounding for the, for the listeners. We have a bill, and this bill is uh, HB 206. We briefly mentioned it. I think it was part of an AP story a couple weeks back. It sets up a potential for differential electricity rates depending on what your income <laughs> is. <laughs> now, woke rates. We were, we're, you got your woke rates. <laughs> Bernie Bros love wow. this. Um, awesome. They are going to uh, not require, but they're, they're going to at least, uh, let's say, uh, open up the door to uh, utilities, quote, making or granting a reasonable preference or advantage to low-income customers with approval of the Public Regulation Commission. So it's a very interesting part of an overall larger law that is a bailout for people who are falling behind on their utility bills. And, of course, don't accuse me of a lack of sympathy for people who are falling behind on their utility bills. A lot of folks have been hit real hard with the MLG war on New Mexico's economy. I mean, it began even before uh, the RONA. But um, listen to this before we get into the differential rate. Uh, They want to establish what's called a utility bill relief program they take half of the arrears that you are in, and they sort of sequester that to the side, and they take the other half and make you uh, you sign up for an installment plan. And if you make your payments, the rest of your arrears, one half of your bill, will be waived completely. And now that's a very interesting thing because utilities have a guaranteed rate of return. They're union, they're monopolies, uh, a monopoly grant from the government. And that's why people talk about utilities as widows and orphans funds. You know, you, you invest in there, you get your dividend every quarter because they're guaranteed a rate of return. So if you're not paying your whole bill, if it's waived, who, who's going to make up that money? Well, under the law, <clears throat> you, the ratepayer who is not benefiting uh, from this program, will have your rates increased. It will either happen from uh, a higher, uh, lower return on investment for the widows and orphans and the shareholders, or I would say much more likelier, those costs will be passed on to you, ladies and gentlemen, who don't qualify for this forgiveness program. These are the same people who have been doing everything they can to drive up electricity rates for decades by their love for green power, subsidizing green power, now mandating green power, and suddenly, all of a sudden, they care about the effect larger electricity bills 
will have uh, on the poor people of New Mexico. The public relation, uh, public, <laughs> public, <laughs> the public regulation commission has submitted a statement regarding this bill uh, with respect to rates and charges that provide preference or advantage. This would be a significant departure from traditional rate-making pra- practice, which provides for rates to be uniform uh, among classes of customers, such as residential customers. So it's going to be a welfare program paid for by you, the ratepayer, or you, the shareholder, in all likelihood, uh, you know, your pension has some, you know, your, your pension, the government, you have a, still have a private sector pension, invests in sort of widows and orphans uh, uh, for funds that uh, have utility stocks in them. So basically we're going to forgive this for the people who can't pay, and we're going to just pass that. We're not, we're, it's not the federal government. This is the state government. You can't just write a check for a trillion dollars. That cost is going to be made up somewhere. Either the ratepayers or the shareholders will be made to pay that. So it's kind of sleight of hand in Santa Fe. We're going to make these bills go away, but we're going to make them go away by passing that cost on to someone else. And we're going to open the door for potentially a different lower electricity rate for people who have lower Incomes, Ladies and gentlemen, compassion is one thing. I don't think this qualifies as that. Uh, again, it's the same people who've been doing everything they can through their misguided policies to drive up electric rates for everybody, suddenly getting religion, suddenly finding Jesus, and saying we want to help poor people. This is pure flim-flam. It is HB 206, sponsored by some of the farthest left people, including my beloved lonely girl, Melanie Stansbury, Andrea Romero, one of the most corrupt members of the legislature. HB 206, I say we kill this Bill. All right, good stuff, Dad. As always, we appreciate you uh, doing all this. Let's check on weather in traffic with Senor Rudy Grande. All right, as we put things together, we're going to start with the weather, which shows about 70 degrees by the time we get into the weekend. So let's have some fun plans for then. Right now, at uh, Haynes Park, it is 49 degrees at the VA Hospital. It is, I'm sorry, at Haynes Park, it's 59 degrees. Uh, 61 at the uh, VA hospital and 62 here at the Rock of Talk. I'm so glad they cleared that accident. I-25 southbound uh, right there at Jefferson. All on the right shoulder, if not off the freeway totally now, but we're still on the brakes all the way back from San Antonio. That should relieve, uh, get some relief here very shortly. Also, uh, looks like things have improved coming away from Kirtland Air Force Base. Eubank is now moving at maximum speeds off of Central up to I-40. And we got that one-lane restriction. This is on Ellison, just west of Coors Road. Unfortunately, that's really taken a toll on Coors Road more than anything. Coming out down the hill from uh, Rio Rancho, as well as uh, the drive northbound. That is slow all the way back now, basically from, uh, looks like, uh, Seven Bar Loop. Nope, it's all the way back now from Eagle Ranch Road. All right, this traffic report brought to you by Sunny Side Up. Sun's up, dining tables are open. Sunny Side Up on Manal at Louisiana. Carrot cake, pancake, sweet cream cheese, drizzle, and homemade cinnamon butter. That's what you get. You can see this all, and you can see a whole bunch more, including, you ready for this, a 50% discount coupon? Just go to sunny.theplaceilike.com. And with that, we're up to date now. Let's dive into the Rock of Talk. All right, let's uh, bring it back for a break uh, right after this. We'll be back to... Uh Wrap the hour of your texts and calls uh, as well. Hour number three, wide open. And uh, one of the things that uh, we like to do is sometimes play a little bit of music uh, as well. We'll do that. I'll get into more of the top topics of the things that we should be talking about here as we pursue the CD1 nomination. flowers never happened for me. Sleeping the day off, watching the night fall, covering nowhere. Music is the great communicator on MakeUsGodlyAgain.com.
Sometimes we just need a pick-me-up. Makeusgodlyagain.com. Hey, it's Eddie Aragon. The staff at ABQ Guns stands for your Second Amendment rights, but they believe other freedoms are under attack by the governor's orders. Small businesses are bearing the weight of those health orders, and ABQ Guns believes she owns our state's economic collapse. ABQ Guns urges you to shop local for firearms, ammo, and accessories. Stop by the shop in Riverside Plaza, on Coors, north of Montano, or visit shop.abqguns.com. ABQ Guns, defenders of your freedom. Hi, I'm Casey Gazzardi. And I'm Joe Gazzardi. At Joe's Pasta House, we have authentic world favorites, classic Italian dishes, and unique New World offerings, including natural hand-cut steaks, wild-caught fish, and local veal. Our focus is on quality ingredients, great atmosphere, and personal service. Come to Joe's Pasta House for a true Italian dining experience. Located at 3201 Southern Boulevard in Rio Rancho, just a quarter mile east of Country Club Drive. Bad credit? Need it fixed? At Credit Rescue, Inc., our services have been used by mortgage companies, banks, and auto dealerships to help people who have been turned down for credit. Don't spend the next 7 to 10 years as a victim of high interest. Remember, knowledge is power, and you now have a way to get back your credit worthiness. Bad credit can haunt people for years. Let's rescue your credit at Credit Rescue, Inc. Call me, Mike Ramos, to set up an appointment today at 505-899-1448. That's 899-1448. Le Chantilly Fine Pastries in the Hoffman Town Shopping Center now has freezer-to-oven meals that feed four to five people. Green chili chicken cheese enchiladas. Green chili cheese mac and cheese is yours with or without bacon. Oh, and don't forget the pastries. Go to cake.theplaceilike.com. Sun's up and dine-in tables are open every day at Sunny Side Up on Manala, Louisiana. Pumpkin pecan waffle with Sunny Side Up's own banana nut syrup and pumpkin iced coffee. Sunny Side Up specials are yours online. Sunny, that's a place I like dot com. Hi, I'm Dr. Casals at the Vision Store. So many of you are worried about changes in your vision. At the Vision Store, we are available for routine, urgent, and emergent eye care, red eyes, broken glasses, and contact lenses. We carry a wide array of frame styles in our showroom to choose from, including sunglasses and anti-reflective lenses. Come see us Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday from 8 to 6, and Wednesday from 8 to 1. Come see what you haven't seen in a while at the Vision Store in Bernalillo. Call for an appointment today at 771-EYES. That's 771 3937. Dad, I think we're in deep doo-doo. Is that why everyone keeps buying all the toilet paper? Actually, New Mexico culture is rich. Plus, Monroe's has red chili, green chili, and the best customers in the world to go with it. Boy, Dad, you must really love our customers. I sure do, just like I love you, Stella. Hey, what about me? Of course you too, Ava. I'm Kevin with Futons and Frames. We've been doing business in Albuquerque for over 30 years. We have the largest selection of futon frames in the state. Our futons are made right here in the USA. So if quality, service, and knowledge of product matter to you, then come on down to 4311 Manal or call us at 881-6863. Within moments of your vehicle being taken out of your possession due to theft, other crimes are committed. Unfortunately, vehicle theft is all too common, but it can be prevented with the Revelco vehicle anti-theft device. RevelcoNM.com or give us a call at 505-550-4994. Are you in set-it-and-forget-it mode with your investments? How's that working for you? Let's have a look. I'm Tom Crow of Crow Financial Advisors, and I'll give you a few ideas. Visit crowaboutmoney.com or call me at 243-2281. It's not what you make, it's what you keep. 
What's your plan for the financial future you want? Call Tom Crow at Crow Financial Advisors to change your approach to money. Dial 243-2281 or visit crowaboutmoney.com. Hi, I'm Walt Arnold with Sperry Van Ness. Do you know what your building is worth? Would you like to get a free cost analysis within 24 hours? We can help. Call my direct line now at 256-1255 or visit waltarnold.com. Don't get caught unprepared to defend yourself. I'm Keith Cope with VigilantFirearms.com. We provide calm, safe, and effective training for concealed carry or any other gun training classes. VigilantFirearms.com, 312-0065. 312-0065. The best website and app for radio is abq.fm. Over 60 stations to choose from, including classic rock, grunge, R&B, country, new wave, trance, even faith and gospel. All at abq.fm on your mobile device or computer. All right, as we put things together, starting with the weather, good-looking weekend up ahead. Should be at 70 by the time we get to Friday. Right now, we're not too far off of that. 61 degrees in Rio Rancho, Knob Hill, 62 on it, 62 here at the Rock of Talk. Good-looking drive if you're making your way now westbound on I-40. I can tell you that we did have a real slow drive on I-25 southbound. Um, at Jefferson, we had an accident. That's clear, so that drive is starting to heal itself back up, though you might see some residual slowing winding down from uh, San Antonio. Again, uh, the uh, one-lane restriction there on Ellison, just west of Coors Road. That's the reason you're seeing a lot of slowdown on uh, Coors around Cottonwood Mall and the drive on Alameda that is starting to improve as you make your way westbound Alameda as you head towards Rio Rancho. Well, this traffic report is brought to you by Salon Deluxe in Country Club Plaza. Salon Deluxe always treats you special. They are home of Monate, modern nature, hair and skin, and they have Kangen Water. They're your Kangen Water dealers on the east side. Come in, ask for George, and he'll be glad to give you a gallon of that alkaline water. Alkaline water, if you change your water, you're going to change your life. It's just healthy water. SalonDeluxe.com. We're up to date now. Let's dive into the Rock of Talk. This is why people from all over go to JJ's Premier Tire and Services. This is Josefo from Santa Fe. I just blew a tire in my trailer. I was on my way to Albuquerque and I stopped at JJ's. So glad I did. The manager came over right away, quoted me an amazing price, and they had it in stock. No waiting. Within minutes, I had a new tire. Ready to go. I have a fleet of trucks and I've never received this kind of service from anybody. I'll be back. JJ's is your complete automotive repair center. From oil changes, brakes, alignment, air conditioning, to repairs on your engine to keep you safe on the road. JJ can do it. Hi, I'm JJ, and we built our reputation. It's made Albuquerque famous, Breaking Bad, and the Candy Lady, a national landmark, and an old town anchor for almost 40 years. Right here at 424 San Felipe, and on the web at CandyLady.com, a tribute to Breaking Bad, and a spectacular taste sensation that you'll never find anywhere else. In our increasingly busy world, it is always nice to take a little time to sit down and relax. At Monty's Cigar Shop, we offer everything to help you do just that. There's nothing better than spending time smoking a great premium cigar with family and friends. Monty specializes in artisanal, hand-rolled cigars that make up just 2% of the worldwide cigar market. With over 2,000 different kinds of the absolute best cigars for you to choose from, you are guaranteed to find the perfect fit. Whether you've been smoking cigars for years or you're just starting now, we'll find the right cigar for you. Stop by and see us at 3636 San Mateo in Albuquerque or give us a call at 505-881-7999. That's 505-881-7999. This is 
is the Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. Near the official residence, I'm Lisa Lacera, Fox News. A Texas man in custody after being found with weapons near the residence of Vice President Harris. Secret Service first detained 31-year-old Paul Murray near the Naval Observatory, which serves as the official residence of the Vice President. Though Vice President Harris has not yet moved in because of renovations. Police in D.C. say Murray was carrying a large-capacity ammunition clip and rifle. He's now facing weapons and ammunition charges. Murray was the subject of an intelligence bulletin in Texas. Officials say no one was injured during the arrest. On Capitol Hill, Jared Halpern, Fox News. Domestic extremists pose an elevated risk to carry out attacks. That's the assessment of a newly released report from the Office of the Director of National Intelligence. It says the most deadly threats come from racially or ethnically motivated groups, and the assessment finds the threats are motivated by a range of political ideologies and sociopolitical developments, including claims about election fraud, COVID-19, and other concerns conspiracy theories promoting violence. The suspect in last night's deadly shooting at three Georgia spas faces more charges. Authorities have charged 21-year-old Robert Long with four counts of murder in Atlanta and another four counts of murder in Cherokee County, Georgia. 911 calls about the shooting have been released. Where is the person who is robbing the spa? Where is he right now? I don't know. I'm hiding right now. Okay. Eight people were killed in three-day spas Tuesday. Most of them were women and most of them Asian. Authorities say Long told them it was not racially motivated, that he said he had a sex addiction and targeted these businesses because he said they were temptations to him. He said he was planning to target the porn industry in Florida with additional shootings before he was arrested. Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News. Police in Gwinnett County, Georgia, say they've beast up patrols around Asia's businesses after the shooting. America's listening to Fox News. Dell's semi-annual sale is the perfect opportunity for a significant business upgrade. Save up to 45% on Dell computers built for business and powered by Intel Core processors. Plus, enjoy special pricing on Dell docks, monitors, servers, and more. All with easy financing options through Dell Financial Services. Speak to a Dell Technologies advisor today to find the right tech for your business with fast, free shipping. Call 877-ASK-DELL. Again, that's 877-ASK-DELL. Hello, Mr. Crane. I'm calling about today's appointment. The tree is scheduled to fall on your RV at 2.14 today. We, any way we can reschedule, we're really enjoying our trip. Oh, I'm sorry, but that's our only opening. Can it just be a little tree? Mm, let me check. No, sorry, our file says it's a huge one. RV owners can't schedule when things go wrong on the road. That's why there's Progressive, a leader in RV insurance. Is it 2.14 p.m. or a.m.? You know, I'm not sure. Can I put you on a brief hold? Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Governor Greg Abbott expressing concern as thousands of unaccompanied minors cross the border into the U.S. Abbott says the children may be victims of cartels or traffickers. The children coming across the border, they may share information about human traffickers or other abusers. This information can help us root out human trafficking, as well as other criminal activity. Abbott is asking the Biden administration to allow state officials to be able to access federal facilities in his state to be able to question the children. The city council in Michigan City, Indiana, has unanimously approved a resolution asking the city's mayor to step down and expressing no confidence in his ability to lead. The move stems from an incident last week where Mayor Dwayne Perry was caught on a voicemail left for a black pasture where he used profanities after he apparently 
apparently thought he had hung up the phone. Parry says he's not a quitter, and he says he's begun counseling on implicit bias and cultural diversity. And he has said that he will pursue the training for department heads and all city employees. The U.S. taking action against China over its crackdown in Hong Kong. The State Department says the U.S. is imposing sanctions on 24 Chinese officials over a clampdown on political freedoms in Hong Kong. China recently changed the rules for the city's elections, limiting who can stand. The announcement comes as Secretary of State Antony Blinken visits South Korea and Japan. He's accused China of acting aggressively and repressively. Blinken is due to meet tomorrow with top Chinese diplomats in Alaska. In London, Simon Owen, Fox News. Federal Reserve foresees the economy accelerating quickly this year, but still expects to keep its benchmark interest rate pinned near zero through 2023, despite rising concerns in financial markets about potential higher inflation. I'm Lisa Lacerra, and this is Fox News. Hi, I'm Ben Lucero, president and owner of Indigo Mortgage and proud to be a locally owned and operated mortgage company right here in New Mexico. Being local carries many positives for consumers, such as being able to meet face-to-face, you will receive quick response times, and all loans are processed here locally. And you will always talk with the same people from application to funding. All of our employees live here, and all profits from loan origination stay right here in New Mexico. Indigo Mortgage believes in supporting our local economy. And if at all possible, we use local vendors for supplies and technical support. I personally hire and vet all loan officers, and I assure you that your loans will be dealt with both ethically and with knowledge. Indigo Mortgage can offer the best rates and terms available on the market, so contact us today on the net at indigomortgage.net or by calling 836-5700. That's 836-5700. Indigo Mortgage, because nobody cares more about your mortgage loan. NMLS, 188-348. Maintaining your cutting equipment is essential to the longevity of your tools and the quality of your product. Whether you're a woodworking professional, metalworking professional, hobbyist, or you just need a new edge on your kitchen knives or gardening tools, trust the sharpening experts at Precision Sharpening to help keep your tools in excellent condition. 884-8229-884-8229. Hey, it's Eddie Aragon. The staff at ABQ Guns stands for your Second Amendment rights, but they believe other freedoms are under attack by the governor's orders. Small businesses are bearing the weight of those health orders, and ABQ Guns believes she owns our state's economic collapse. ABQ Guns urges you to shop local for firearms, ammo, and accessories. Stop by the shop in Riverside Plaza, on Coors, north of Montano, or visit shop.abqguns.com. ABQ Guns. Defenders of your freedom. All right, third hour, and we're going to put things together starting with the weather. Good looking weekend up ahead, so we can be excited about that part of it. Because it's not hard to be excited about this. 62 degrees now in Cottonwood, 61 at ABQ Uptown, 61 at the Rock of Talk. And we got to tell you, this I 40 trip is great across town, but once you get to Atrisco Vista, the construction there has you down to one lane, and that's why you're running slow for about a mile there. Things did clear up on I-25 southbound. The accident at Jefferson, all gone. Hardly even know that it was ever there. However, Alameda westbound is still bulking up there at 2nd Street. The westbound trip's not going to get much better till you get into Corrales. And this traffic report is brought to you by Raw Greens. Now, you've seen Raw Greens as you drive on San Mateo, just north of Manal. Yep, there it is on the left now. Come into Raw Greens. All-natural CBD and hemp products. Great for anxiety, stress, sore muscles, and they have pet products, too. Raw Greens, what a great place. 
And with that, we're up to date now. Let's dive into the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. 606 and the 505 with more 411 here for your third hour. I am Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk on AM 1600, KIVA, ABQ.FM, AM 1490, KRSN, Santa Fe, and 107.1 Los Alamos. Glad to be here with you. Hour three, D-Dowd Muska, and we'll pull a full show tomorrow and Friday. I think uh, Greg Zanetti just stated that he was going to uh, drop into the show, so... Looking forward to that. We haven't uh, seen him in a little bit. And uh, we should be talking about space tourism here in the state of Mexico with Flying High. And uh, did you happen to catch the KOAT? Uh, did you watch that? I, I took the link and I can't even bear to watch. I'm going to have to watch it. Wait, wait, wait. I, we, I think we need to go because it's a full-on bombardment uh, sales It's pitch. a video press release. Yeah. <laughs> That's all it is. Let me show you what we have. And, and this is... So we had... Uh, did you see the front page yesterday of... The Albuquerque Journal down with uh, Kevin Robinson Avila. Yes, being proud to be a coward, he said. Proud to be a coward. It's like he's laughing at you and me. This is exactly what what he's doing. So let me play this for you, if I could. I don't even know if I, this is actually going to transfer here with... Uh, it, what's this special reporter's name? Uh, was it KOB you said? I, no, it was KOAT. KOAT, all right. Yeah. And... He's talking about Virgin Galactic launching into the stratosphere. Here's what's going on. All these, and you and you take a deeper dive, if you will. And, and here's the here's the press release. This is how you know they're again. And we're going to keep pushing. In fact, I feel completely and totally encouraged. I can't wait for Virgin Galactic to absolutely fail because it already has failed. It's been failing for 14 years. We're not telling you anything new here. So Brandon Evans gets to go on a field trip. Yay, yippee, skippy, everybody. We're going to go down south and take a listen to this report. Hopeful for growth in 2021. This is a blank check. Come, I know, I doubt. Come on, let me play it. Let me play it, Dowd. I got it. Stay with me, buddy. I know. Stay you, here. You own the station. It's your show. No. <laughs> I got it. I got it. This isn't about that. Why are you traumatizing me? Here it is. Listen to this. Look at this. This guy has no clue whatsoever about what, what kind of mess he's standing on. A blank check company. The head of the company. This is New Mexico scrambling to stop bagging and start bragging. That's what, exactly what this is. Okay. This is Brandon Evans. You can find him on Facebook. Of course, all of your favorite reporters are on Facebook. They're on Twitter because they love that type of unfair news coverage. See, uh, Brandon gets out to the gym quite a bit. Uh, he's uh, Where do you think he wants to go? He wants to probably go to a top 25 market, right? I'm sure he'll find his... Uh, look at this great reporting I did on uh, New Mexico Spaceport. Here's Brandon Evans. Take a listen. It's impacted just about every business on this planet. But when it comes to Spaceport America... Come again? What, what was that again? Virgin Galactic. We know the pandemic has impacted just about okay, every pandemic. business yeah, on this planet. But when it comes to Spaceport America, well, they're working hard to try to get off this planet. And as early as May, we could see Virgin Galactic, their next test flight. Oh, as early as May. And he's sitting in front of a Virgin Galactic plane that's on an apron that will never fly again. It's just parked there. It's like a, an old shop from the 50s and 60s when you park one of those old vehicles. Mm. And there it is, Spaceport America. Welcome to Spaceport America, main entrance. Come in, folks. Spaceport America Executive Director Scott McLaughlin oh. says Virgin Galactic is also planning additional test flights this summer. Oh, we're planning. 
They've been constantly planning for... They're really good at planning, aren't they? They're really good. (laughs) Actually doing something? Not so good. And the media is very helpful in all of this. And the politicians are out there, oh, we got to fire this guy because, well, you know, this is some... Something's going on. Money's going away. We haven't got a return on our investment. Must be something that somebody, they got to pin it on somebody. By the way, HB 68 passed. Yeah. And when it passed, guess what? Their liability goes down to... One million. Yeah. How much does it cost to fly on it? Two hundred fifty thousand yeah. dollars. <laughs> Not just their liability, the subcontractors' liability. Oh, everyone. Nobody. Liability. Nobody can be sued. <laughs> yeah, nobody can be sued, and everybody can launch oh, from the spaceport. This is, this is the. Uh, this might be the worst investment in the history of the state of New Mexico. Now. And then, possibly, history is made once they're yeah, done. Never. History will never be made, and we're about to tell you why. With this test phase, they'll begin space tourism operations, and that's going to be an exciting uh, phase because they already have 600 people signed up, people from all over the world. So uh, more people are signed up for going on Virgin Galactic Spaceship 2 than have gone to space so far in all of human history. Who's signed up? If you were to supply an, a request on IPRA, Dowd, how, what number of people do you think would be signed up for that? That would, that would fall the under 10K the... 10K reports? Yeah. That uh, was... who, who's under signing up for this uh, cockamamie scheme for 14 years at $250,000 a pop? They're trying to make you think that these are people who have bought tickets on this. These are people who have made, and I've, I've crunched the numbers based on the financial reports. They, they won't tell, tell us what the actual number is. These are people who have put down, I think, around $12,000 as a refundable deposit to eventually buy a ticket. Okay, this is not like you just bought a ticket and you're flying to Phoenix. So these 600 people may or may not fly, depending on whether the, sh- the damn vehicle ever actually works. So, again, more dishonesty. But, again, it's laziness, cluelessness on the part of the media here. All credibility should be thrown out along with every KOAT newscast. Let's hear more from Brandon Evans. Uh, they should call this a Chamber of Commerce piece, like oh, every yeah. single thing that they do. Today, the spaceport was showing off its new rocket testing tower. But even with exciting new endeavors, McLaughlin says this past year has not been without its struggles. Rocket testing tower. Sounds big. Sounds like they're launching it. Literally, someone built a small 15-foot I-beam construction <laughs> yeah. where they're rolling out a few argon gas tanks uh, that are out there where they're going to shoot something... You know the value of this whole entire company that's uh, doing this? $200,000. They're not even paying rent. They're like, uh, remember those rockets that used to... My kids were in uh, Boy Scouts. Oh, yeah. You know, we go and we create those uh, nice little rockets that yep. you shoot up. Yep, yep. That's essentially what they're doing. That's the only thing that's being launched over at Spaceport. Boy Scout rockets. With COVID, has been a hard year. We've had quite a few... Po- the COVID. Uh, what happened in the previous 13 years? Anything? Uh, anything? What's been happening for the last 13 years? Elon Musk sent two manned spacecraft into orbit during the COVID year. It what, didn't seem too hard for SpaceX. Postponements. But he believes the future will only be limited by the creativity and innovation uh, of its tenants, with the goal of growing this place to something fun. Nobody there. Reporting at the spaceport, Brandon Evans, KT. Action 7 News. He's literally on the ride. Assuming he doesn't have vertigo, Brandon will be back at 6 with interviews with some of the people actually building engines and testing rockets there at the spaceport. Yeah, nothing's happening. This is all false news. (sighs) Now it's about to uh, rip this apart even again. Not bankrupt, but they are insolvent. Meaning that they will run out of cash within the next three years. 
Virgin Galactic is literally an insolvent company. They cranked the cash. The chairman, Shamath Palapatia, took $213 million. You, New Mexico, invested $220 million. They passed HB uh, uh, 68 practically unanimously. They got it out of committee with, I think, 11-0 or 9-0 recommendation. Nobody voicing anything at all against it. This is the biggest scheme that I could think of in the history of the state of New Mexico. And it's happening all in southern New Mexico in the 2nd Congressional District. Dowd, let's learn more. Yeah, I'm just going to take a look. at It was unanimous, the uh, the liability protection, I believe. Not a single Republican voted against it. Uh, uh, of course, especially Rebecca Dow. She had to, how did you like that uh, interview that she had? Oh, uh, she's a real prize, isn't she? Uh, in the House, I believe there were no votes. Yeah, zero votes. This is your Republican, your fiscal conservative Republican Party, and they are standing up for corporate welfare unanimously in the uh, in the roundhouse. Um, yeah, Eddie, if people want to check out our, our new piece, uh, it is available at rockoftalk.chat, C-H-A-T. And uh, this has been something that's been building to me for the last couple months because... Um, <laughs> close wait, when you think about Elon Musk, I mean, Elon Musk wants to go to Mars. I mean, Elon Musk is a true visionary. Uh, he has a degree, I believe, in physics and uh, economics. He's, a, he's an engineer. He came out of the software world, the, the tech boom. He really understands what he's doing. He's done amazing, thing in, amazing things in space. Reusable boosters. You've probably seen videos of them flying back to the launch pad. Rockets never did that until Elon Musk came along, a, a brilliant man who has dramatically reduced the cost of, of space launch. Richard Branson uh, is a marketer. Uh, a flash, I guess, much more over substance. He pretends that he has a space travel company. Of course, it's never actually sent any paying passengers into space. Uh, Elon Musk's company, SpaceX, is so good now NASA hires it to send its astronauts. NASA doesn't even have manned spacecraft anymore. It hires Elon Musk, SpaceX, to send its astronauts to the International Space Station. So Elon, with his giant vision of going to Mars and starting to populate Mars, and even he speculated, oh, maybe by the time I die, we'll, we'll start to terraform Mars, or we'll start to put those gases into the atmosphere to make it a second Earth. Um, he never really sought this industry out, space tourism, people paying for tickets to go up into space for a little bit and be weightless for eight minutes and come back to Earth like um, Virgin Galactic plans to do. But the more I've noticed the last couple of months, the more Elon seems to be taking the space tourism market away from Sir Richard Branson. And I, I, I cited a couple of, of examples here. The first free-flying, all-civilian, uh, all-privately-paid spacecraft might go up, again, a, a SpaceX spacecraft, not not Richard Branson, uh, might go up in the at the end of this year, the fourth quarter of 2021. It's this very rich tech entrepreneur named Jared Isaacs, Isaacman. He wants to um, raise money for St. Jude's Medical Hospital uh, research facility. So he's going up with a, a young woman who's a cancer survivor and a couple other people. One of them is going to be picked. If you just make a donation through the website to St. Jude, uh, you might be able to be picked as the astronaut. He's paying for this whole mission himself. They're going to be up for a couple days in orbit having a lot of fun. There's a Houston-based space company that is trying to take advantage of the deals that they're trying to cut with the federal government to put people into the International Space Station where you would stay up there for eight days. They have cut a deal with Elon Musk that are going to fly three tourists there possibly as early as January 2022, less than a year from now. Tom Cruise, Mr. Spaceman himself, the uh, third-level Thetan, I think it is. Is it the mm -hmm. beings that live in the, the volcanoes? Right. He and director uh, Doug Lyman, big directors, directed a lot of uh, you know action-adventure-type films. They're going to be making a movie in space, and Elon Musk is partnering with them. Not not a clear date, but it's uh, supposedly they're going to be going up into orbit very soon. And a Japanese 
e-commerce billionaire, and I'll, I will probably butcher this name, but uh, Yusaku Meizawa, very, very wealthy That's man. That's really good. Yeah, Meizawa. Meizawa. Uh, he is right now uh, figuring out how to do a circumlunar mission. Now, this is the next spacecraft that Elon Musk is uh, is developing right now called the Starship. It's a much bigger craft, and it can actually can actually carry enough supplies, and as, as many, I think, is up to, well, there's potentially 10 people to go on this lunar mission. They're not going to land like Neil and Buzz. They're going to loop around the moon and come back because they haven't developed the, the landing technology, but this Japanese billionaire is actually asking people to apply. He will pay your ticket to go with him on this lunar mission, and each of these four projects that I'm talking about, again, these are SpaceX Projects. They have nothing to do with Richard Branson. They have nothing to do with Spaceport America. They won't be lifting off from Spaceport America. They won't be providing jobs for people, you know, the pad rats uh, that work uh, uh, at the launch pad at Spaceport America. And it's just amazing to me. These stories are coming out more and more where Elon is getting in his company involved into space tourism. And it may be just kind of a bridge thing where he's going to be putting more and more people into space as he works toward that ultimate goal of, of building that colony on Mars. And meanwhile, Virgin Galactic is still in the testing phase. Of course, they told us they might... They're, they're not even testing. They're, yeah, they're not testing. They still have several more hurdles uh, to clear from the Federal Aviation Administration. They, we were told as, as, as soon as late 2008, 2009 would be the first commercial voyages from New Mexico. And, of course, we're about 12, 13 years into that promise right now. Absolutely so let me get this nothing right, has yeah. happened. Let me recap, okay? So we've got Tom Cruise... Yep. He'll be in space making a movie, making a movie next movie. year. Yep. Uh, in 2023, we've got Mazawa, who's going to be taking a trip with eight of his best friends around the moon, and he's going to be pay- he's going to be paying for everybody. Yep. So he has no problem getting in there. Axiom Space, which intends to sell private missions to the space station, has inked a deal to fly three privately paying space tourists into the orbital orbital outpost. Yep. Uh, where are we right now with Virgin Galactic? Nowhere. Uh, we, we're, we're not even out of the test phase after 14 years. 14 years. Every single person who is responsible for, for this type of unbelievable thinking and support of this stuff should actually be removed from office. Uh, I, absolutely. Uh, Sierra, uh, Luna County, these counties that are paying for it's not Luna, excuse me, Donna Anna County. Yeah, was, right, I, I was thinking that. Sierra, what, they're paying the tax. They are paying huge amount of, of, of money. And let me tell you this. Uh, this is a serious piece, folks. If you want to kind of take pot shots, you have to understand what's happening here and the amount of money. And here is a Republican conservative, Rebecca Dow. Just take a listen to this part. This is pretty egregious. This was the last interview with her, which happened, I believe, five days ago. Is this on Saturday? I think she had to just listen to this. This is... Uh, uh, krwg.org krwg uh, krwg Anthony Moreno uh, he does these interviews hopefully I got that right mm-hmm. she serves on the House Commerce and Economic Development Committee she serves with Alicia Keys who we of course know is involved in a number of different hats she's also part of the House Education Committee take a listen we start with New Mexico on legalizing recreational use of marijuana and we jump immediately into Virgin Galactic take a listen in this new economy. Yeah. I mean, there's so many moving parts, and these large bills are very difficult. And there's water rights, water rights, water use. I mean, there's so many pieces yeah. to uh, these bills. There's there's a lot of going on. There's time running out. Do you think this is actually going to be passed 
in the state. I do. I mean, I'm, I'm not, obviously I'm not on the inside, but rumor has it that it's... She almost sounds excited about marijuana being passed. This is a conservative. Oh, I, I do. I, I do. I really think it's going to get passed. If we do not pass a recreational marijuana bill and we do not do a comprehensive liquor reform, that we will be back for a special session. Yes, coming out of COVID, the most important two issues, ladies and gentlemen, alcohol and marijuana. Let's go to Virgin Galactic. Okay. Uh, thank you for sharing that with us. I want to move on and talk more about economic development. Obviously, you sit on that that committee and have a say in many things that could change economic development and policy here in New Mexico. Uh, one major investment in a district that you serve is Spaceport America. Uh, recently, the Spaceport announced that interim director Scott McLaughlin was going to be taking over as new director. Uh, former Spaceport Director Dan Hicks was fired last October after an investigative audit reported in November. Th this guy could be on our show. The way he loads up this question, this is really good. Uh, that the former director had expended his authorities, evaded internal controls, and expend expended his budget as pleased. Uh, portions of GRT in Sierra County and Doniana County go to Spaceport America. The Las Cruces Sun News reported last month that local taxes to the spaceport were improperly spent after uh, an attorney general's office investigation found that 75 percent of local grt currently collected by sierra and donia county uh, must be used for financing planning designing and engineering the construction of the regional spaceport while the other 25 percent must be retained by the local government for the use the investigation found that that 25% was going to local spaceport education. Um, last week on the program, we had State Senator Joseph Cervantes, who was very vocal about Doniana County. By the way, Joseph Cervantes received in the spaceport in Virgin Galactic was Joseph Cervantes' tenant. Just in case uh, you're wondering about any conflicts of interest with these uh, representatives, Joseph Cervantes personally benefited, personally benefited by having... Virgin Galactic as his tenant. Let's continue. Taxpayers paying for Spaceport America. Now, of course, we have a new uh, director at Spaceport America, and but the former Spaceport America was fired. There's been an attorney general's investigation revealing that funds were improperly uh, being handled. Uh, that's due to the Las Cruces Sun News uh, reporting on that as well. What are your thoughts on this? Can the taxpayers in Sierra County trust that their dollars are being used properly at Spaceport America? Remember, these are her constituents. This will be good. This will be good. These are her constituents. This is Rebecca Dow, one of the highest. Uh, she's Republican leadership, is she not? Uh, rumored to be running for uh, governor. Governor. Uh, governor. Uh, governor. Well, yeah, this is another, you're asking an extremely complicated conversation. I want to first start by saying I am a supporter of space investment in New Mexico and the space industry in New Mexico. We have over 135 businesses across the state that deal with space enterprise. When I was a freshman, uh, the space industry represented about $235 billion a year. It is, has exceeded $400 billion and will probably surpass $500 billion this year. Uh, With New Mexico's uh, apportionment of that getting increasingly smaller. Yeah. yeah. Increasingly, like, exponentially And most of that smaller. is the Air Force Research Lab putting out grants and, and, and such. It's not commercial, you know, scalable 
rational, <laughs> customer-driven business. It's uh, it's government. Please continue, Rebecca Dow. Um, so for better or for worse, that, in my opinion, is the emerging economy that could be oh. substantial in New Mexico, growing benefits in retirement, technical jobs. And I, I see, with the right investment, with the right leadership, that New Mexico could lead the space industry. We could be the Silicon Valley of oh. Silicon Valley. Silicon Valley. Yeah. Of the Does she know the difference between Silicon and Silicon? It's a big difference, Rebecca. <laughs> Well, one I was using to kind of uh, steal the air from coming that in my dip sliding door. Steve Pierce did the same thing with his uh, campaign materials a couple of years ago. He said, we want to be the Silicon Valley of the Southwest. Somebody had to correct him. It is so diverse, the opportunities around um, space development and space industry in New Mexico and, and the new space economy. And so what concerns me about what's been in the press is the, the face that it puts forward and the uncertainty that those who could come and invest in New Mexico, the uncertainty because of the, the, the government uh, climate, you don't know if they're going to get their budget, you don't know if it's going to be supported by dollars are going to go, if they're going to have support for basic infrastructure. And so I think it puts a really bad face forward for New Mexico spaceport, which should be leading the way. Uh, and so... No blame for Virginia. Did you say she doesn't yeah. like the press covering this yeah, because it gives not. us these yeah. are facts we are reporting, sweetheart. Yeah, yeah. this is a, let you, you want to hear her. Let me run it back for you, D. Dowd Muska. Sorry about that. I, I didn't hear it quite clearly. No, we should. You should cover it all. In space industry in New Mexico and and the new space economy. And so, what concerns me about what's been in the press is the the face that it puts forward and the uncertainty that those who could come and invest in New Mexico, the uncertainty because to blame. of the, the yep. government. Uh, climate, you don't know if they're going to get their budget, you don't know if it's going to be supported by dollars are going to go, mm. if they're going to have support for basic infrastructure, and so I think it puts a really bad face forward for New Mexico's spaceport, which should be leading the way. Uh, and so uh, from that perspective, my county, Sierra County, uh, does not feel that the dollars were misspent, and our county manager and our mm. county has uh, written to that effect saying that our local DRT tax that we passed did give flexibility to spaceport I seem to remember there was a report and a request, uh, outlay, if you will, we refer to as pork, where she specifically requested, what was that amount? $50,000? Yes, for the Elephant Butte Regatta. (laughs) (laughs) So the money hasn't been misspent, even though the former director was, you know, these but, are her words, by right. the way. Uh, this is ladies and gentlemen, the, the 400-page audit, which I have read, I'm sure Rebecca Dow hasn't read it, recommended multiple avenues of criminal prosecution that are potential that the Attorney General can go after uh, against this former director who, who resigned in disgrace. But she thinks the money hasn't been misspent. Okay, so when the guy's got the cuffs on and he's serving his term, will she admit that some of that money was misused? And what about Brian Colon and, uh, you know, his, his, his best friend... Uh, the Attorney General, Hector Balderas, getting there at the same exact time. They went to class together. Yeah. Like yeah. on a weekend and hung yeah. out and were like, we're going to get certified. Uh, uh, what well, is that, it? that's the AG. Audit? He has the authority to review that audit, that 400-page audit, where the external auditor said, here are all the statutes that were potentially violated. And Mr. Hicks, my old enemy from the old days. They got the certification. Yeah, yeah. he might be going to, uh, at, least, at the very least, he might be prosecuted for a number of these violations. Now, who knows what a sentence or a conviction might be, but um, yeah, but in Rebecca Dow's world, it's the, it's the media reporting on this that's the problem. Listen to the back and forth. And Anthony Moreno, he doesn't know anything about spaceport. He's like, yeah, here I am. Um, I'm sitting in front of Rebecca Dow, you know, Dona Ana, where KWRG is actually funded from. 
Uh, well, they probably want to know some of these things. I have to ask these questions. Sure, sure. This is the first time that she's going to be going on the record since all this stuff has happened. Yes, it's a very complicated question. Uh, she's blaming the negative media publicity. All we have is Kevin Robinson Avila okay. and uh, KOAT cheerleading this entire endeavor. I mean, literally one after another. And let's see how this whole thing ends. In fact, right now, Infinite Finance, unless something has changed since Saturday night, uh, Spaceport is not getting their request. They, they requested $2 million to oh. build a bath in the yep. TRT they are not receiving oh. uh, from the counties right now because there has been a, an opinion of the Attorney General and they, the Finance Committee on the Senate has also reviewed that using yes. their legislative council services and says they do have the right to spend those dollars and is not giving them their budget request because they're saying you have $8 million over here spend it, that's what it's for so time will tell on that one as well uh, if if uh, what was right and what was wrong and, and not I'm not defending Dan Hicks and, and or the the no. finance, chief financial officer at the time, but I will say that they don't just get to spend dollars. When they're spending dollars, they have to go through New Mexico Finance Authority. They have to go through. Yeah, we know how uh, we know how responsible the New Mexico Finance yeah, Authority. Tight ship over there. They literally yeah. have. She's the chair of the uh, economic development, or one of the members of the economic development division, uh -huh. right? Yeah. The uh, House Commerce and Economic Development. She works with Alicia Keys, who's not just in the economic development, but correct me if I'm wrong. She's also part of that very same group. The New Mexico Finance Authority. She works hand in hand, and now you have other people who have been co-opted into this entire thing, and they have no idea what they're voting for because they're depending upon each other to do the right thing, and that's where all of them are being caught up in this. Their budgets are pre-approved, so it's it, it, you know I think time will tell on that Here one. Comes well. a good part interesting now. conversations we're having this morning. Well, it's a heavy it's a heavy investment. I mean, space is a risky field. I've interviewed many experts in this uh, over the years uh, dealing with this issue, and guilty uh, specifically. When you make an investment like that, you don't know if you're going to get your money back for a, a serious amount of time. Um, because this industry, it is risky. I, I don't think there's any any doubt with that. We've seen some of the most safe uh, vehicles uh, that NASA has provided uh, and in tragedy. So there's a lot of risk involved here. And another thing that I found the, the out in my... The investment isn't ending. The research and development is in full speed ahead. Oh. And so uh, one thing that I would point out about New Mexico Spaceport, last year's audit and their financial report... 67% of their operating budget was coming from private investments. And, you know, people will uh, re invest without question on the sanitary sub-borderplex, which I, I also support, but their operations are 100% government funded, 100%. And yet Spaceport is 67% privately financed. You know, <coughs> private. 67%. There could not be a bigger lie being told. Uh, she's 67% well. privately funded. I don't remember Richard Branson, who's <laughs> bankrupt, investing any money in the New Mexico space. She, she's talking about the difference between operating expenses, the <laughs> annual salary stuff. And, yes, there are some leases for some very kind of bottom feeder firms down there that are doing various projects. Uh, the capital investment of the $200 oh. million, that was not a penny of private investment, sweetheart. Not a penny. And it's not enough. Yeah, well, I want to... But when you're talking about Spaceport, you're also talking about... it relies on the success of Virgin Galactic. Uh, that spaceport was heavily built with Virgin Galactic in mind. And That's there's been concerns with Virgin Galactic stock dropping. The um, head, One of the head honchos at, at Virgin Galactic, uh, uh, Mr. George Whitesides, resigned recently. Their chairman last week. sold off, uh, what, over 200 
million dollars in stock recently. Are you concerned about the future of Virgin Galactic failing. at Spaceport America? I am concerned about the future of Virgin Galactic and Spaceport America. I think they've just been the best at marketing their product because it is for the public consumer. But and it gives a false uh, impression to the public that they are the only game out there. And when there are there are many other folks out there, I mean, it is incredible if you visit Spaceport. Each oh. time I go, where else in New Mexico do you see cranes and, and a constant flow of uh, concrete <laughs> trucks and, and construction workers? And, and I mean, it is incredible the developments going out there that has nothing to do with Virgin Galactic. It has to do with the other investors, Air Environment. It has to do with Spin Launch. It has to do with, you know, Boeing's out there. Now is out there, uh, Lockheed Martin's out there. People are are there and they're doing work. Although Virgin does take the fair share of the public uh, publicity and they get the marketing and the media and it hasn't been positive, uh, the other stuff that is highly competitive and um, has non-disclosure agreements going on out there is oh, significant. It, there it is, work. right there. Okay, what yeah. you guys just heard, it just got yeah. dropped on you and yeah. you yeah. didn't know it. Yeah. She literally ran out of things to say. And everything else that she knows, despite the fact that you paid for it, you don't get to know. Right, right. That's it. It's over. So that that's flatlining. No transparency. We have NDA. We can take your money. We can invest in what we want. And everything that's going on there is the greatest thing next to sliced bread. And you've never seen. There's no other place in New Mexico where there's cranes. No, it's, it's just it's Spaceport America. Place. That's it. Yeah, that's the. There's no other place. Watch this. She is you mentioned angry. that you're a proponent for free market economy. Oh. Uh, there's been some. She's a Republican. Free market economy. This is coming from a public television radio uh, affiliate, I think, KRWG News in Southern New Mexico. I mean, you want to look at corruption? This is what corruption looks like. Say lawmakers in the past that have proposed selling the spaceport and to a private company and government getting out of the commercial space business. What are your thoughts on that? If, if we were going to sell Spaceport, I think the capital infrastructure out there is around $250 million. And I've heard them, like, tongue-in-cheek say, we'll sell it for $25 million. Uh, with the growth of the space economy worldwide, I would say we need to be at least a billion dollars. <laughs> Shoot, my bill's up. Okay, well, we only have two minutes. Is there any way that you can okay. hang on with us for another I, two minutes? They are calling me right now. I, I cannot. Oh, I'm, oh. I'm so sorry. No, it's okay. I, I, I appreciate your time. But since one Hi, quick question, one quick question. Can you give me one answer, one more question? Uh, there's been a lot of speculation. And your name's been tossed around for running for governor. Are you going to run well, for governor? Let's have another conversation about that later. State Representative Rebecca Dow, thank you so much for joining us. We want to thank you for joining us for your legislator. There it is. The state of New Mexico in one interview. All, everything right there. Thanks, everybody, for listening here in the Kiva. Back tomorrow, bright and early, 4 p.m. We appreciate uh, all of you joining in. Have a safe drive home and back for Thursday's edition. Greg's now you'll be in tomorrow. Thanks for listening and watching.